On today's episode of the Sagely Stage Stooges podcast, we're talking about the gaming industry. So, without further ado, take it away, Nina. What the fuck is this and where the shit is my adoring audience? Hello, and welcome to the first ever Devolver Direct, with an amazing first ever first look at some fantastic Devolver digital titles coming fresh to video games this year and next. It's a fantastic video game year for video games this year already, and we at Devolver simply can't wait to show you what our video game developer friends have been video game developing this year in video games. It's been an amazing year and a fantastic video game year for all the- Yeah, no, that's not a thing. Hey. You! What the shit am I doing here? Uh, so you basically just announced games and stuff, ma'am. Pretty straightforward. No shit, which ones? Well, there's a list here. Which ones first? Uh, Fall Guys from Mediatonic. It's a crazy online multiplayer thing, it says. Will it rock socks and robot jocks and get these panties straight bopping? I think so, ma'am. It says here it's super tits awesome. Shit hot, that's great. Oh, roll the trailer or whatever. Yes, we are back, just like Nina said. We're here to get your panties boppin'. It's the Sage of Sage Stooges. My name is Steven. I am joined by Josh and Chris and Grady, two of which are sharing the same room. We'll let you guess who it is. It's me and Steven. <laughs> Lies! What, what is this about boppin' panties? Uh, yeah, so I... I <laughs> I uh, I wanted to to intro the the show with a clip from Devolver Digital's uh, uh, E3 yes. press conference and where Nina says, "Is is it gonna rock your socks, robot jocks, and get my panties straight bopping?" So here we are, getting your panties straight bopping. I'll get Nina's panties straight dropping. <clears throat> She'll probably cut it off afterwards, though. Is that like a new whack weasel bop game? You know. Whack-a-mole? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Weasel bop. But instead of moles, it's panties. It's called panty yeah, bobbin. Sure. Panty bobbin. Weasel bop. video sounds like the like shitty Eastern Bloc version of whack-a-mole. <laughs> well, we have <laughs> Weasel bop. Weasel bop. We do not play stupid capitalist whack-a-mole here. <laughs> we are into <laughs> Weasel bop. We play good socialist Weasel bop. <laughs> Uh, or you could do like the uh, sock and boppers, but panties. Sock and bopper. Wait, sock panty and panties. Boppers. Sock and panties. <laughs> no, I mean, panty boppers, right? <laughs> not sock and panties. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Just punching people in the panties. <laughs> uh, we're off to a great start. Um, Are we always? So we're, we, uh, no. we sort of wanted to talk about E3, but it, it's too far past E3 happening to really kind of dive into the news. Um, but as we were just kind of randomly talking about, you know, what we were going to talk, you know, it just kind of organically, we started kind of discussing how different E3 has become 
especially from the last from last year to this year. Um, it seems like we've had some of the biggest changes in E3's sort of politics or whatever you want to call it. Um, so we're going to kind of talk through some of the changes that we've seen in, um, (laughs) in E3, uh, particularly through the last year, you know, from 2018's E3 to this year's, um, I did just want to go like speed ran through just a couple of bits. Um, if anyone has like something just really like, like like something they really want to talk about, about whatever a game, just go ahead and chime in. Um, but some of the things I thought were... Noteworthy, more noteworthy than others from uh, E3 this year. Uh, Elden Ring looks fucking awesome. Well, I mean, George yep. R. Martin and From Software, how can you go wrong with that? Yeah, it looks incredible. Well, it, they could, like, never finish writing the uh, game. That's one way. <laughs> no, I, I, I was actually uh, bringing this up with some people a while back because I was like, okay, you know, I, I really I love From Software games. They're going to be talking about one of the, the last major one uh, a little later. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, when they announced, yes, we are doing Elden Ring and George R. R. Martin is working with us on it, I can imagine, you know, how many people who, who don't give a shit about, you know, anything else other than just the Game of Thrones novels, how many of them got pissed off? Like, okay, motherfucker, get back to the novels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stop doing other That's stuff. True. That's true. But yeah, it looks really cool. I mean, obviously, it's just a trailer, teaser trailer, so it doesn't really show, but it looks just... The- it looks wild. Yeah, if I remember, like, there wasn't really any gameplay. It was mostly no. just... No, no, no. There's nothing in engine. But it's like but Lord it is, of the Rings does look meets neat. Dark Souls. Gosh, the, the, the whole uh, point of this E3 was no gameplay. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you like games? Well, we won't show you how they look. Yeah, if we want to talk about another game that we didn't get to see any gameplay in, Deathloop. Um, it's the guys who made Dishonored. Uh, I don't know. It looks like Groundhog's Day meets Bioshock meets Dishonored. Without I guess. Bill Murray. And I love Dishonored, man. That's That was pretty... I, I like both of them. Did you play two? Uh, Watch Dogs uh, Legion, I guess. I don't know. Looks weird. Yep. Yeah, it's Watch Dogs, I guess. Yeah, it's like they have the ability to like recruit anyone. It's in London like during Brexit, and like you can play as like any during human Brexit. in the streets. You can play uh, as uh, looks- Boris. Johnson. I was thinking <laughs> Boris Johnson. I didn't yeah. know know anything about this game, so I was like, gonna ask something stupid. You know, do you are you are you dogs like <laughs> like you've never played no. a oh. dogs game, Grady? <laughs> you don't know what it is? It's a hacking game plus mm-hmm. shooting game. Well, I, I don't know. I haven't played it, so I, asked, I was like, are you like <laughs> dogs? But then he said you can play and is any human. I was like, oh, <laughs> that sounds like the exact opposite. <laughs> You're a dog during Brexit. <laughs> In the trailer that they did, you like the like, they did like a they controlled like an old woman, like an old like grandma looking a former trick, assassin she, old lady. She had like a taser and she snuck up behind a dude and tased. Anyway, good for her. Um, Ghostwire Tokyo again. We didn't see any gameplay. Shinji Mikami, right? I don't know. It looks Resident cool, yeah. Evil's daddy. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Breath of the Wild two. Uh, again, no gameplay. <laughs> um, gameplay but I mean. It's it's a sequel. It's a direct sequel from Breath of the Wild, so that's unique in Zelda's. I think the only time that's ever happened was Zelda Two and Majora's Mask. And Zelda Two was incredibly different from uh, Zelda One, and Majora's Mask was incredibly different from Ocarina of Time. Right, and then the I think the uh, Phantom Hourglass and Spirit yes, Tracks. yes, yes, Phantom Hourglass, and then yeah, Spirit Tracks came next. Um, I, yeah. I guess Stephen, would you say that uh, Phantom Hourglass is technically kind of a direct sequel? They're not okay. To Wind Waker, kind of. But none of those are the same link. Yeah. None of those are the same link, I don't yeah. think. I guess so. I guess I guess you could argue that. Actually, yeah. okay, Phantom Hourglass might be the same link as uh, as Wind Waker. 
but uh, Spirit Tracks is way later uh, because there's a oh, okay because the um one like your roommate is the character is the, like the lowliest pirate in Wind Waker, but he's super old. Is Link like divorced at this point? Oh, uh, that's right, that's right. Which means Link died and was reincarnated by the point that. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 So yeah, I don't know. It looks whatever. I'd like to see a Zelda game with like an old Link and he's divorced and has to pay like child support. <laughs> he has to pay child support. <laughs> no, I uh, no, we were talking about that earlier because I was when Steven mentioned it was a direct sequel, I, I thought that might be a possibility because with an engine that complex, like I didn't think they would just trash it and start all over again. They're in They're called Native oh, Americans. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> engine I, I was like i was going through my backlog in my memory of words i said <laughs> it's like what did i say what could i possibly have said uh luigi's mansion uh stoked okay. for it stoked yeah, yeah man. it'll be great we love luigi um, in mansions did any of y'all play dark moon no oh yeah i played on the dark side of the moon that okay so you're dead so you are a zombie yeah Josh. i'm dead <laughs> zombie. frozen zombie that is Josh. a okay quick question can zombies survive in space um, I mean, huh. the pressure, I think, probably would, would you know, well, no, the lack just of freeze. pressure just freeze. would freeze them. That's the thing. They would freeze. I like how you so mentioned the pressure thing so would... we can reference Futuramas. Well, how many how many uh, atmospheres of pressure can the ship take? Well, that's a spaceship, so I'd say anywhere between zero and one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's, that's yeah. for a different cast, but just popped yeah. in my head. I'd say probably. I mean, they would still... They would just freeze if yeah. they were to unfreeze. They I would continue being zombies. So. Yeah, I think yeah, so. No, yeah, no, I'm stoked for it. I just wish it was coming out earlier because they said it's coming out on Halloween, but I want yeah, right. all of yeah. October to play spooky games. I don't want the final day. Yeah. But not everybody does entirely October spooky. Yeah, but who cares about them? They're you would wrong. think they would release it ahead of time because, like, it seems to me after October 31st, it's like, okay, Halloween. And then, like, the next day, it's like, Christmas. Fuck, Halloween yep. is over. We're, yeah. we're moving on. Yeah. You know, like. Well, they also want it right around that hot holiday fair, yeah. games time. I so. guess that is kind of the the kickoff to the season. Yep. So. But they could yep, release yep, it yep. like October 1st or something. Come on. Or the yeah. first Tuesday of the month or whatever all the movies do. I just get to play a spooky game after Halloween and I get to extend the season. I, that's, I guess, whatever. There you go. Um, Pokemon Sword and, Sword and Shield. Okay. It looks really bad, actually, like graphically. Well, I don't see why we need Swords and Shields if we have Pokemon. Yeah, the whole idea is the trainers don't fight, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I want right. a Pokemon game that introduces that mechanic where the, where the trainer, if he's really worried, yeah. can run in and kick the other Pokemon. I <laughs> <laughs> can't really. They or shoot them worse. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think there's something to be said for being it being called Sword and Shield because you're using your Pokemon as weapons. Yeah, like the whole idea is your Pokemon are fighting proxy wars and, for you. And defense. You hold your Pikachu in front of you yeah. if somebody attacks you. <laughs> use your use your pet as a shield. Yeah, that was the point. But like, what, what are the main controversies? Like they're introducing that Pokedex thing, but or the, the Pokemon Home, and you can transfer your Pokemon between games. But in terms of Sword and Shield, you can only transfer in Pokemon that are in the game's Pokedex, I think. Yeah, so the, the, the Pokebank has been restricted yeah, a little Pokemon bit, Bank. I think, for yeah. Sword and Shield. Uh, there, yeah, there's some restrictions the from Fed. the Pokemon Bank from Sword and Shield and the other and the other ones, the older ones. But also, graphically, it's it, it's worse than Sun and Moon, than Ultra Sun Do and Ultra Moon. Do you think so? Like, really? 
I, there's it just on the, on a lot of the trailers that they've shown and stuff. There's like so much like texture clipping and like uh, collision that like like you know someone like a character will be wearing a bracelet, right? Uh-huh. And they move their arm and the bracelet like clips through their arm. Like, is this on the same on, platform as it's, the previous game? No, it's on the Switch. This is the first main console Pokemon game. And then the other one was on. Uh, 3ds. 3ds. So yeah, it should look a lot better then, right? Well, here's it should look significantly better, and that's the thing is that they just did Let's Go uh, Eevee and Pikachu, and those games look significantly better than Sword. To, to go Shield. towards what Steven is saying, I think one of the along with that is the fact that when people got mad about the Pokedex issue, um, a lot of people, you know, when they when Nintendo responded, or more like you know, uh, or Game Freak responded, they said yeah, we right. want to spend more time focusing on upgrading the um, animations and the visual fidelity of the Pokemon themselves, and as such, we can't spend all this time doing it on 800 some odd Pokemon. To which a lot of the fans responded, well, yeah, "Well, just delay the game. We don't mind waiting." And the other right. thing that they said was, "Oh, you're really interested in the animations, huh?" And then they showed like three different human avatars in the game, like your character and like two other people, and all reacting to like being happy, and they all had the same exact animation, yeah, yeah. like yeah. the same exact one. So you're yeah. gonna spend all this time. Well, everyone yeah. expresses happiness in the same way. Yeah, this uh, reminds me. This is not on our on our show notes or anything, but it does kind of have a loose tie into E3 is um, they teased the or they, they showed some gameplay and stuff from The Sims for uh, Island Living. Yeah. And one of the things that's been going on in The Sims community is uh, they've been kind of complaining about the simplistic animations you I get. I think I've seen a video of this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, simplistic okay. animations you get on such things as like when they make dinner or they play chess or something. Comparing it to way back in the day in Sims 2. Um, <laughs> where yeah, they like would actually years have ago. like little details of everything. Like sure, okay, the gameplay overall was like clunkier. But sure. if you're talking about like kind of the animation differences, like now the, the chess games like all play through the same... Uh, the Wait. same game every time, and the the sim don't move it. It just it just Grady. hovers around and stuff. So Grady. yeah, are you great? The, I I I must be mishearing you. Are you trying to tell me that EA is cutting corners? <laughs> I'm insinuating it, if not outright claiming it. Yeah. I mean, we've we've had this discussion. You know, Sim City, Sim City Four versus Sim. What City. if in the Sims reality, chess is just that like it's the same game you just sit down and play it and go through the motions like a like a civil war reenactment and the chessboard always does the same thing like, <laughs> like there's no there's no competition it's just an act of you know replaying this game it's just a performance yeah. that's that must be it but apparently now it's not just ea it's also um the new pokemon uh, yep. yeah th- this is thing. this is gonna be game freaks this is like, i think their first real incidence of um like kind major of backla- backlash yeah yeah, I mean, okay, so they'll redeem themselves to some degree if, like they say, the like fidelity and animation and uh, of the actual Pokemon is like incredible and really good, because that's, that's obviously the, focus, the point. Yeah. So they'll they'll be redeemed a little bit for that, but like, don't put so much focus on all of the like gym leaders and here, you know, and all that stuff. If that's not the focus of the game, like show us more Pokemon. Right. That if that's if that's where you're putting all your work, we've had like what four or five. You know, besides the starters, announce new Pokemon. Like, uh, show us more Pokemon. Don't show us the trainers. Show us your Pokemon. 
your Pokemon. Yeah, I, I haven't played one in forever. The thing that worries me the most when they talk about it is apparently the last couple of titles haven't had a lot of great in-game content. You know, mm. one of the, well, X and Y did, I thought. Yeah, um, uh, maybe. I'm just saying that, like, for a couple, there haven't been. And, you know, as someone yeah. who the last real titles other than Pokemon Let's Go, Pikachu, which we'll talk on, a, you know, a little bit later. But, like, hey, hey, let's go, Pikachu. protect my My balls. Um, Yes. uh, Is, you know, I've I've heard that there are people, a lot of complaining, you know, talking about how a lot of them haven't had that. And I remember finishing Pokemon Silver and then, you know, the remake of it later. And, you know, you finish the main island all of a sudden. Oh, by the way, now you can play the original game completely. Now you can go back to to Kanto Kanto region. Kanto. Yeah. Yeah. And they haven't really done anything that major in a long time. That's true. That's true. That is absolutely it's true. Probably harder the thing about X and Y like, that I liked yeah. a lot was that there were just a shitload of legendaries. Um, and so that's that's been sort of their version of like endgame content, which I guess is annoying to a lot of people. I understand that. Like after you kind of beat the game, then you have like these tons of like all these legendaries that you can go and anyway. I digress. How many Pokemon are there now? Does anyone know? Eight hundred something. Jesus. Yeah, it's over eight hundred. With Sun and Shield, it'll be uh, over eight hundred plus. One hundred fifty and way more to see. Can we do the Pokemon rap? Can we do a Pokemon rap with all eight hundred some odd? <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> like a, a three-hour Pokemon, rap, Pokemon rap. Yeah. There's only forty-five more parks to go. <laughs> catch, <laughs> catch, you gotta catch them all. <laughs> catch us next week. Yeah. Um, Catch us tomorrow, I think is what it was. Yeah. Um, anyway. We, um, E3 showed us a little more of the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Whatever. I didn't think it looked impressive at all. Yeah, I don't remember being very impressed. It looked cool-ish. It, yeah, it, I mean, it, it looked, looked fine. It looked like uh, Force Unleashed, except <laughs> what I noticed was yeah. one of the major things from some of the more popular games, like the Jedi Academy games, was letting you cut off people's arms and limbs and stuff. Oh yeah. So that's been. Compl- oh yeah. They just have the just the yep. sparks. That's been completely people. removed. Yeah. Nothing about any of those gameplay trailers looked interesting at all to me. Which that's wild because like Star Wars well, already sanitized that from the very beginning by saying that they cauterize yeah. the wounds. That's <laughs> right. like why so they could show so that no blood. Yeah. yeah. And it's like oh you know that's well except for the original and they've been dying that well, stuff down for Obi Wan saber had a, had been cool for quite a long time. Yeah. It was still warming <laughs> yeah. up. So that's the thing, man. Is like you you look at the original trilogy and how much dingier it was. And, like, you know, Luke getting his hand cut off and stuff. But even in, yeah. you know, the more kid-friendly prequels, I mean, you got people getting cut in half. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, true. Yeah, true. And I don't you remember. had at least one guy get cut in half. Well, at least yeah. one. <laughs> one of the main ones. Um, <laughs> but I just don't know why. Like, I guess that the ESRB would make it E-rated or, or mature-rated if, it, if you had dismemberment. But, like, it feels so... Probably. But the thing is, when you hit somebody with a lightsaber in a game and nothing... Comes and off, I have no consequence really... to it, yeah. In a modern yeah. game, yeah. Because yeah. they, they did that in KOTOR and KOTOR 2. KOTOR. Sure, but yeah. Like, yeah. But that's an RPG. And it's, it's, yeah. and it's very, like, turn... Like, D&D, but... D&D style. In a video yeah. Game, yeah. yeah. Right. But in this situation, it just... It, you know, whenever, in modern action games, if it just feels like you're hitting them with a glowing stick. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. I fell over hurt. Some of the some of the movement and force powers and stuff looked kind of cool, because, you know, it's the same guys who do Titanfall. Yeah, um, okay. So, like, you know, the wall running and some of the jumping and, like, you kind of add force powers to some of that. I like that that's... Cool. Yeah, no. The combat looked pretty. It looked elegant. But, yeah, it does look a little unnatural. I like that they did, throw did that in every play? game. It's like, you can wall run. <laughs> that's like yeah, their that's thing. Like that's thing, that's No, that's yeah. that, that's that yeah. studio's thing. Do parkour to learn about your body. Apex, I guess. You can't wall run. Yeah. No, you can. You can run up did, a wall. Yeah, you can do something. 
You can run on. Well, yeah, you can go up them, but you can't. Yeah, like, you run, can't like... wall run. Did y'all ever yeah. play uh, Star Wars Obi Wan for the original Xbox or mm, PS2? Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. You you could even cut off hands in that game. It's it's so <laughs> yep. it's so strange to think about. Like, Plus, cutting off yeah. hands is like iconic Star Wars. So. No, no, that goes back. But I mean, you couldn't in, in Force Unleashed. You know, that wasn't a thing. Which I think people complained about. They were saying you gave me all these huge force powers. I got to drag a star destroyer out of this guy, but I can't cut off a person's hand. And what's so awesome. bad about getting a higher, you know, maturity rating or something? I mean, money. Why do we need to cut off people's hands? Is the question. Well, because if you have a higher maturity rating, you're cutting out probably a big chunk of what would be a Star Wars game. I think, game. If, I you, know, think like, you should rate it teen because we've seen teen rated Star Wars yeah. games where you can cut off people's limbs, and I feel like you can like convince somebody to give you all their money and commit suicide. Like they've <laughs> seen some dark <laughs> shit. Dude. Yeah, we, that's why those games are so good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it was I a like, different time. That's well, a good point, Go Grady, because when you yeah, look at the exactly. morality choices the in those games, it's always changed. like, do you want to strangle the puppy, <laughs> or do you want to spend a lot of money taking care of the puppy for the rest of your life? Yeah. <laughs> those are your only seems two a, That question seems a little weighted. All right, Fable. <laughs> fable. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that's a whole different... <laughs> 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 um, which, by the way, we still have not seen anything from Fable, even though Microsoft keeps talking we'll about that. We'll never see another we're going Fable. To. Um... Speaking of Microsoft, uh, we did yeah. uh, sort of pseudo or teased Microsoft's new console, oh, which yeah. is uh, supposedly going to launch um, next holiday. So 2020, holiday season 2020, Project Scarlet, what they're calling it right now. We really don't know anything about it except for that it's they're touting it as being like Power. ridiculously and powerful. And I've heard you have I've to wear a letter on The PS5 is going to be more powerful than it already. <laughs> but isn't it coming? Yeah, later? I mean... The, uh, I don't know. They haven't said. Huh? Uh, no, I was telling Grady. I've heard rumors that the PS5 is already like based on the specs that the PS5 is already more powerful than it. And the oh wow! Yeah, yeah, because that was the thing. The Project Scarlet. They were like, you know, you know, they're the Microsoft's releasing a new, which they haven't done it forever. A new flight simulator that they're going yeah, to put yeah, on the console. Yeah. Actually, look pretty good. Yeah, I be yeah. That. So that'll be interesting to to track as as the year progresses. Um, and apparently, while this is also the year of um, no gameplay. It's also the year of remakes. Man, we—that's been the case um, for a while, though. But here it yeah, was. Isn't every year the year of remakes? Well, it's just like they just keep stacking up and stacking up. Obviously, Final Fantasy VII's been going on for a bajillion years now, and now we know that we're going to get Episode One sometime in like early next year, March, March I think, yeah, of next spring, year. Yeah. Um, they're remastering Final Fantasy VIII. Which no one cares. Blah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Last Remnant remaster. It's a good game. Wait, um, it, they re-released I don't know what last Trials of nah, who cares it's a it was an old 360 kind of action RPG kind of thing oh wait hold on I was thinking of Lost Odyssey <laughs> that's a different game different yeah. game yeah different game uh, Lost Odyssey I liked probably better that was nearby um, a, that was a almost a, that was a launch title essentially wasn't it was Last Remnant like a JRPG they both are it's it's well sort of it's like an action RPG in a in JRPG J are action PG? Okay. Yeah, know. essentially yes. <laughs> it looks JRPG just from the images that I searched. Yeah, it has. Yeah, but it's. Um, not, but I don't think it has like that. But it's like Dragon Age that. style run around stuff. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. Or like the, the Trials games. Anyway, um, speaking of the Trials of Mana, that we got the re-release. I, I bought the. Of all that it stuff. was the it was the bundle. You had the Final yeah. Fantasy Adventures, which is the first Mana right. game. Then you have Secrets of Mana, and then you had Trials of Mana. Mm-hmm. And they right. re-release because Trials never came out here. 
Um, right. But now they yep. have those First. three, and then they're later on going to release a remake of Trials of Mana, where it's completely right. like made up. Um, Panzer Dragoon remaster, which I didn't, I don't, I didn't hear about. I just found that out while I was reading the stuff. That's a that's a wild throwback to the Sega Saturn. <laughs> they released a, a Panzer Dragoon Orda, I think it was, for the Xbox One. Oh, that's right, for the Xbox. Well, yeah, 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 I yeah. played that, that for a while, bad. but I got bored with it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Fantasy Star Online yeah, 2. Yeah, man, I'm that was what I was thrilled say. about this one. Um, that one, and uh, for me and Hells, Josh, yeah. for, uh, Final Fantasy Star Online 2, and um, uh, Final Fantasy um, Crystal Chronicles. Hells, yeah. Uh, um, Play the shit out of both of those, those back in the day. And hopefully yeah. so we'll see about online too. Yeah, I don't know about PSO too. I don't. Uh, they, I mean, I don't think only... it showed a lot of gameplay, just like anything else. But yeah, yeah I mean, what? <laughs> for E3 2019, no <laughs> gameplay, you say? <laughs> but yeah, I remember yeah. Uh, we were watching the stream, and I was like, dude, this has got to be Fantasy Star Online. Like, and then it, you know, finally yeah. at the end, uh, revealed it. it. Looks very Fantasy Star, <laughs> but. Hopefully the combat's a little more yes. updated. Yes, <laughs> it would be nice to have a little <laughs> bit of an updated combat. <laughs> Pressing but, uh, A at then, the right times and such. Yeah. A, 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 <laughs> A, 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 yeah. Uh, Link's Awakening, which looks adorable, and I'm super excited. I was going to ask you how you felt about the art style. It, it, oh, I love it, it. I think it's so yeah, cute. Yeah, it looks like little uh, like little figurines. Yeah, it's I think it's awesome. I you know, I pre ordered the the amiibos and everything. Didn't the yeah. remake um for the for the uh Game Boy Advance didn't that have the figurine collecting thing? Was that awakening? Did it have that? Oh, you know what? I think so. <sighs> it was either that or one of the four swords ones. I, it wasn't four swords because I haven't beaten any of those. Okay. I hadn't seen the League's Awakening uh trailer so i'm just now watching it yeah I, I dig it yeah it's cute i love it i think it, and you know it's it's um i think it suits link's awakening because that game was just fucking bizarre it's really different yeah. uh anyway yeah I, I mean i remember playing it way back in the day on the game boy so, that shit was it's like yeah. why is why are there <laughs> why happen know, yoshis and <laughs> and and fucking chain chomps yeah and yeah bob-ombs and in in links what is happening i mean yeah, yeah i was so, a kid so i, I was yeah, like i don't was, give a shit let's just play this game but let's play this game. <laughs> anyway i i don't know if it was the game with the figurine collecting but if it is that's amazing because that would make sense but i don't yeah, i'm not sure it good, was that or match. i don't remember <laughs> uh, minish cap maybe? I, I was thinking it was that or minish cap but i don't minish think it was cap. minish cap mm, and then uh sega throws their hat into the mini console ring sega well, they'll. It's are, from what I've seen announced, it's looking to be a lot better than uh, Sony's attempt with the PlayStation One. That thing was yeah, that trash, was and no one bought it. And I think you can find it yeah, for like it's... forty bucks right now, and it started at a hundred. You can find what the PlayStation One Classic, the little mini console that they had. Uh. It had crap games on it, and they actually used an emulator that wasn't their own. That was oh. trash. Oh no! And it was terrible. The games played worse, and people kept saying, well, "Are you going to fix this?" They never made a comment. Then they released it, and then. People were sending in pictures of like Best Buys or Targets or whatever. And these things would be stacked to high heavens and no one was buying them. And I think they started at like 99 bucks and now they're like at 40. Like no one wants these things. Yeah. It's like, you know, you see like that's like a, a you know, web comics all over the place. Like, yeah. oh man, it's, uh, look at that. It's, it's 40 bucks. Maybe that's cheap enough that I'll buy it. No. And then, you know, they like, they like get up and they look around. They're like, is there an employee? Do you see an employee? It's a no. It's a PlayStation. All right, mini. fuck it. It's not worth it's it. It's a PlayStation <laughs> Mini that doesn't have any Tomb Raider games on it. It has no Crash Bandicoot yeah. games on it. It has, I think, 
one jumping flash game on it. Like all these classic games, it just doesn't have. I don't think there's any Metal Gear on it at all. Mm. I, I don't. No, yeah. I don't remember. But like, it's just a bunch of games no one gives a fuck about. No Final Fantasy Seven. The Sega one, it's got a bunch. Um, you know, you've got Sonic, Toe Jam and Earl, um, Castlevania Bloodlines, which yeah, oh, that's a great one. Um, <laughs> Echo the Dolphin, which is underrated. Echo the Dolphin's Altered nuts. Beast. It's a weird fucking game. <laughs> Altered Beast is good. Uh, Beast. Castle of Illusion, that game is incredible. Oh, Mickey Mouse? Um, yeah. yeah. That game is uh, Earthworm Jim. Earthworm Jim. Uh, Contra. Uh, uh, well, Ghouls and Ghosts, if you hate yourself. <laughs> um, Alex Kidd, Golden Axe, Fantasy Star. Um, lot, I mean, a bunch, a bunch of really, good, really, really, really good games. Kid Chameleon. Kid Chameleon, um, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's looking pretty good. Uh, September 19th, 2000. What about Gex? For... <laughs> no, no, we, no one talks about Gex anymore. Gex, man, Josh, we've got to keep those side That's... conversations to ourselves. Sorry. <laughs> Josh and Grody run the very secret Gex fan club. <laughs> Sorry, Grady, I didn't mean to bring it up on on cast. We'll talk later. God. As someone who's played all of them, I don't care. <laughs> so yeah, that's just a little brief. Uh, so from from a more sort of macro view on the whole thing. Let's kind of go through some of the things that were either talked about from last year or this year and how, like, kind of things have changed. Um, I know, I guess we can start here just because we've kind of teased it already. Um, you know, one of the biggest games that we were excited for uh, in E3 2018 was uh, Sekiro. Uh, I don't even think we really knew what it was called at the time. No, yeah, we knew. Um, Sekiro like Shadows Die Twice. It was the year before that where you didn't know what it was. It was just this That's weird, right. like, twisting thing arm and I was like, "What the fuck?" That's is right. That? That's right. That's right. Yeah, we got yeah, we got an extended trailer last year, and we were all pumped on it. Yep. And I called it my game of E3. <laughs> yeah. So for an, for for a success of E3 2018, we'll uh, I'll hand it over to Chris, the Quizzots Hotterock of the podcast. Well, Don't first of all, off. just just to kind of show where I'm coming from, I'm going to um, now read a list of every single game from E3 2018 that I played. Um, <laughs> Plague Tale Innocence. Days Gone, Devil May Cry 5, Kingdom Hearts 3, Mega Man 11, Metro Exodus, My Fin Pedro, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, Rage 2, Resi 2 Remake, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, The Sinking City, Spider-Man, Spyro Reignited Trilogy, Smash Brothers Ultimate, and Yakuza Kiwami 2. Um, I have far too much disposable income and people should not let me spend money. You could just spend it on me. Uh, yeah. I'll be your sugar baby. This is an argument for the socialist revolution so we can prevent stuff like this from happening. <laughs> from this. But go ahead. No one should ever play this many games. <laughs> but no, uh, after E3 2018, I thought about it. And based on um, From Software's pedigree, because uh, Bloodborne is one of my favorite games of all time. I, I thought that I said you know based on what I've seen I would say Sekiro is probably my game of E3. It's the one I'm most excited about. Um, where I still fall on that is interesting. I've played it through one and a half times. A bunch of other games came out um, before I finished my second New Game Plus playthrough. But I will say in terms of mechanics, um, this game is phenomenal. Uh, the amount of equipment that they give you to use is astounding. The amount of freedom of movement they give you is unprecedented in any sort of Dark Souls game or Bloodborne. Um, what I really like about it is that you have one, you know, you don't have to worry about what weapon to use. You have one, you have your katana and it's mostly about getting good with that katana. It's, it's a mechanics based in terms of, okay, well maybe try out this weapon for this enemy. No, it's, you need to get good at dodging and you need to get, um, dodging to an extent, but mostly need to get good at parrying. 
This game has a parry yeah. mechanic. If you get hit at the wrong way, your staggering meter is going to go up. And if that you whole hit them the right way, to me it's, was interesting. It's, it's really hard to master, but once you do, you can really, really just own some bosses. Um, getting around is a little bit tougher because the levels are a lot more open, so sometimes it's really hard to tell where you're supposed to go. That was probably that and learning parrying were the two biggest things for me. Because when I first started, like most people, I started trying to play it like a, a Souls game or a Bloodborne game, and it doesn't work. I tried, you know, and the levels aren't linear in the way that a lot yeah, of those like, other games are. From what I heard, I've read about it and I watched you play it, like, instead of the Dark Souls where you dodge, 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 like, it really drives you to combat people like that the or stagger system spend, and everything yeah. like you need because if you don't people you can't just dodge them a lot. if you don't do it you're gonna there are certain bosses that you're gonna spend all day on uh, it just you have to learn how to stagger them or they're because some of these bosses have just ridiculous health bars and it's almost the game's way of saying if you haven't learned the parry mechanic by now you're gonna get your shit handed to you <laughs> so they, they really Figure really really sp- they That's spend cool. the right amount of time teaching you like Basically guiding you without telling you if you need to be learning how to do this or it's going to get bad. That's cool. Um, the moves you can unlock are really good. There's several different endings, and like any sort of Dark Souls form software game, it's really, really obscure as to figure out where you need to go with it. But like, um, it's you know, if you want the super ending, you have to do all these things that you have to really sure. be paying attention to uh, to figure out how to do. Did you play Neo? I did play Neho. This is better than Neo uh, by a wide, wide margin. And it's not necessarily Neho's fault. It's just Neo tried to take a Dark Souls formula but add a loot mechanic. And right, if right. you have a loot mechanic, it means that the bosses and the level design around it is going to be less tight because it has to kind of account for the randomized loot drops. Uh, so that's that's that my opinion. Yeah, okay. I could be completely wrong, sense. but like, that's how I feel. No, that makes sense. You mean the boss could be harder or easier depending on that? Yeah, like you could get lucky and get this really good item to use. But, and you'll, but yeah, here, exactly. But in Sekiro, because you're not going to get that, you need to learn how to fight this boss. Okay, um, I kind of like that. Yeah, so I prefer that. I don't that's like cool. him. I like Niho, but I'm not going to play two. I never finished Niho one. It's just I don't like... Yeah, I'm probably not going to play I, two. I mean, I liked it a lot, yeah. but not enough to... It's like, I'd rather just play second. I don't want to play <laughs> a Soulsborne like. game where I'm constantly managing my inventory and like, okay, what can I get rid of? I just, I don't. Right. I don't want to do that. Um, fair. But it's a Looks good game. Fair. I would still recommend it to people who like um, loot-based bo- loot games that like a challenge. I would 100% still recommend Neho, but it's just it, Yeah, not. it's a great game. It's for what it is. Yeah, no, for yeah. sure. But um, right, um, Sekiro is better. Yeah, no, Sek- Sekiro is one of those that I, I, I regret that I have not been able to play yet. Yeah. Um, it's definitely on the list. You, I think um, as, as, um, as long as any of y'all are ready, you know, willing to put in the time. Like, look, and I, I remember telling this to Josh, actually. There are times where I got really, really frustrated. And some of it did come from these levels. Some of these areas are too open, and I'm just, like, like grappling, hooking around, and I don't know where I'm supposed to be going. Yeah, um, sure. That was an issue. Some of the bosses took me a little longer than I would have liked. Because, you know, I, I've beaten Dark Souls 1. Dark Souls 2 didn't interest me at all. And I did a chunk mm-hmm. of Dark Souls 3 until I fucked up the ending I was going for. And then I would have to start the entire game over again if I wanted to get it. So I said, yeah. I'm not doing this right mm-hmm. now. Um, Bloodborne, I played through twice. Bloodborne. Uh, I fucking yep. love Bloodborne. There were certain instances here where... It, I would get into a rut where I'd feel like, okay, that move was bullshit or this. Sometimes there are enemies who take 
a little bit too much damage. But on the whole, if you're mm. willing to sometimes pound your head against the wall, yeah. um, if, if you're willing to go through the stressors of playing a from software then, Souls-like yeah, game, you, then. yeah, I mean, because <laughs> yeah. for all that anger that got pent up fighting Lady Butterfly early on, probably earlier than I was supposed to actually, um, once I beat her, that elation, you know, it's like in any from software game. Yeah. Once you finally do overcome, oh yeah, yeah, you feel it feels so earned. You feel the accomplishment. Um, yeah. Yeah. The yep. pride and accomplishment. You know, <laughs> yeah. I can either get it from doing that or I can go open a loot box, you know? Hey. <laughs> well, or with uh, Elder Scrolls Blade, you can just wait for a while until the loot box finally wait. Oh Hashtag God. rolling on blades. So that's a, that's a great segue, Josh. That's Hashtag good. Hashtag my um, arteries. I, I did kind of want to, we can kind of dive into Bethesda a little bit since we, you know, mm. we said some good things. Now we can kind of say some bad things. Um, because as some of y'all, if, you know, any, any, any real consistent listener will know that our opinions on bethesda has have been uh degrading somewhat wavered <laughs> uh, for those real uh, stooge heads out there <laughs> the yeah, stooge yeah. heads is um, that what we're calling them i don't know they've it, 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 we it polarized i say i think is a good word when fallout 76 was announced josh grady and myself were very excited chris was immediately uh skeptical pessimistic and you know <laughs> Dude, sort of suspicious were, of the whole thing, that thing. i was credit okay. and he was right just for a recap the reason why was this one okay i don't believe todd when he comes out and says 16 times the detail i was like bullshit you're lying <laughs> to the idea of that. an rpg like that without npcs i was like that can't work that's not gonna work and I don't yeah. think I've seen their engine do anything that can convince me that this is going to work. Sure. I'm, I'm no, not going to no, say. I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you definitely ended up. You didn't, and you definitely ended up being right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, this year we didn't get to see anything from Elder Scrolls. Six we saw the one or, trailer. Oh, no, that was last year. That, that was, was last, last year. year. Uh huh. Or Starfield. Starfield, yeah. Starfield, we saw nothing right. from. We didn't see. We didn't show the title or something. We right. saw nothing from Still Starfield nothing. or Elder Scrolls Six this year. Let's see. What did we get from Bethesda? We got. More Doom. We saw more well, Doom. Doom, which is and the great. thing is, that's not a, that is a Bethesda published game. It is an id software <laughs> right. game. That was right. the one thing they showed. That was like, oh, give it to me, fucking mm. now, because well, <laughs> Deathloop was Bethesda, wasn't it? Was that Bethesda? It's not published, but it's it's or it's published Bethesda. I think I think Ghostwire. And oh well, Deathloop. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, the, the the developers of Prey belong to Bethesda. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. 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 Didn't. Uh, uh, which is, <sighs> but we saw no gameplay. It's so like we have how, no fucking clue. Right, of course, yeah, no, no gameplay. But the whole point... Um, the whole, they showed yeah. some more ESO. Mm-hmm, yeah, we got we got Elder Scrolls stuff, which, you know, I will say this. I, I wish I could get into Elder Scrolls Online a little bit more, because it does seem like they're being so lore-friendly, yeah. and that if you really, really could get yourself involved into Elder Scrolls Online, that, like, there's so much, like, neat stuff in that game, but, God, I don't want to play an MMO. Is it lore-friendly? Yeah. I, I've lore, lord friendly. Is it lore friendly? Like I've heard the opposite. I've heard that because the, the guy who's running the story side of things at Bethesda right now has already been like, oh, I'm not going to focus on yeah. this stuff from 20 years ago because it's too much. I'm like, but now it doesn't make sense. Yeah. I just mean, I, I guess, I guess lore friendly might not be the right phrase. Just kind of like you know they're doing you know DLC and elsewhere and Morrowind it's and all this shit. So lord it's like, friendly. You get to revisit. You get to revisit places that you know. Elder Scrolls fans really have Yeah, they're doing Elsewhere and Dragons a, now, I think. That's the like yeah, that's haven't what they really haven't had a chance with. to relive in a in a modern way in a while. You know, like I've been playing Morrowind, but I've modded the shit out of it. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. God, I really wish that we could have some like updated way to experience Morrowind. I picked up Morrowind on the Xbox One like last year 
And after a while, it's like, oh, that's right. You basically have to take notes to play this. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm so yeah, not There's, no, there's no quest markers. There's nothing. Nope. Yeah. You're actually yep. the dude um, doing the quest. You have to take your own notes. Which I appreciate to but, an extent, but I'm very busy nowadays. <laughs> yeah, like, I, 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 yeah, I, I don't that, have time to but... like spend three hours to do yeah. one quest. Yeah. Um, but, you know, with kind of the... Blades was... What the what the hell? What even is that? Um, it's a mobile game, Stephen. <laughs> Jesus. So we're looking at two major issues in terms of Bethesda when you look at Blades and you look at Fallout seventy six. And with Fallout seventy six, it was very much them putting out a game that was not ready that they knew wouldn't be ready. And an interview with Todd Howard, yeah. he was like, "Yeah, we knew it was going to be shit when it came out." Like that's basically what he said. Paraphrase. And yeah, paraphrase for sure. <laughs> but you know that idea is <laughs> disgusting. Paraphrase. Yeah, we knew it was going to be shit when it came out. Yeah, but, like right. We knew it was going to be shit, but we released it anyway, but we're going to make it better. What's funny is, from what I've heard, it has slowly gotten better, but the store has done thing, you know, their Atomic Shop, which they really want you to shop in, has gotten really, really bad. And um, at one point, they were selling items, you know, with a discount, but they found out that, wait a minute, when those items went live, they never went full price. They were at that discount, and they found out that those items were not <laughs> actually... Being discounted, that was their real price, but they were being advertised as discounted, which in a lot of countries is illegal. (laughs) So they had to go back and fix that. And then eventually they announced at this one, because, you know, and this is what annoyed me with this E3 at Bethesda, was Todd Howard gets to come out and they go, yeah, we fucked up a lot. Isn't that cute? And everyone just goes, yeah, that's hilarious. Well, yeah, they had a bunch of uh, paid clappers at this E3. And it was really their particular. But what's funny is there are people who were like, okay, well, now they're going to add NPCs. I'm going to make all these new changes and add Battle Royale, and it's going to become a better game. And secondly, immediately once (laughs) they put in that first new patch, it added in a bunch of new old bugs that they had already patched out of it. So Mm, now it's more broken, and I haven't heard of any fixes since. Meanwhile, you have Elder Scrolls Blades. The thing that pisses me off about that is this is another Todd Howard lie, where he comes out and says... This is going to be the the standard Elder Scrolls experience, except you're going to have it on mobile. But no, because my standard Elder Scrolls experience doesn't make me go into a cavern, find a box, and then say, you can either wait an hour or pay $2 to open this now. So, like, it's just everything that's been coming out of this man's mouth has been a lie. And, you know, yeah. we were, I was skeptical. Y'all were excited. I was skeptical at their 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 conference last year. And I already wasn't happy because Fallout 4 is not a game I particularly enjoy. But and right. I said, okay, I think this engine's overdone, and I think their quest system's getting overdone. I, you know, I will always say that I think the Oblivion quests were phenomenal because of how interesting they were. But then they got dumbed right. down in Skyrim, and now you have these Radiant quests. So you can never fully finish with a guild. You're always going to have something. And then Fallout, oh, yeah, Fallout yeah, 4 yeah. made it worse with oh, this new area needs your help. Why don't you go help them? This new settlement. And it just... Yeah, I, I neglected Nothing has any sort of definitive maybe. end to it. And so I was already skeptical going in, but now we've seen what they did with their latest properties and these newer games, and then they just come in and kind of double down on it later, and all the games I'm excited about coming from Bethesda are just games that they publish. They're not games that they make. It's right. all id software. Yep. And yep. I... I mean, you know, it's... And we can talk about Rage Sky- 2 as well, because I played Rage 2. 
Right, yeah. Was is Rage Two pub, uh, created by Bethesda? It's published I by Bethesda. So. Remember, because that was okay. one of our favorite things about Bethesda's conference 2018 was Magnus Nedfors, who uh, yes. well, yeah, yeah, we yeah, denounced yeah. him as our know. lord. Yeah, I think yeah, we yeah, did at right, one point. Right, right. He was our king, and yeah. then we said no. It's no developed more. by Avalanche yeah. Studios in conjunction with Id Software. He was a pretender. It's kind of like he was a pretender to the throne. Yeah, and like Russian history, where they have like three guys try to be the fake Ivan or something like that for a while. Like that was Magnus Nedfors. I will say this. Um, Rage 2 has some amazing uh, shooting mechanics, but um, if you're looking for a main quest line, it's about seven missions, eight missions. Oh, I'm wow. not even kidding. Jeez. Is there a lot to do okay. in the world? Um, there is a, a moderate amount. No, there is. There's a good deal of side quests, but there's like a, it's one of those UB. It's not a Ubisoft game, but it's a Ubisoft variation where it's like there are five kinds of quests, and we put fifteen of them all around the map. It's kind of like that. Uh, so, I, guess. I have a question on. Oh, but the yeah. shooting go mechanics collect this are thing. Go unlock this tower. Yeah. Go do yeah, that. Basically. that, that, that what was that, your question, Grady? Yeah, go well, free this in, area okay. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. So in relation right. to comparing, you know, something like that with something to what you were you were kind of casting negatively, or that has negative aspects in like the Skyrim or that that style of or Fallout Four Radiant Quest. Radiant Quest. So yes. you end up with either a game that you have very limited um, mission amounts mm-hmm. or you have the kind of more endless cookie, radiant you end quests. up with cookie cutter style radiant quests you mean yeah that those seem to be to me you're kind of only two options right like you don't you can't really build 10 million quests into the, into the game well, we've seen games like a, we've seen games like oblivion that didn't have either one of those they have a lot of quests but eventually you would run out like i mean yes but then you have like a sure. sort of definitive end to your journey i i think i I don't know if I yeah. mentioned this on, on cast before, but I think if I have, I apologize. But I remember one of my favorite things about um, Elder Scrolls Oblivion was, and I have issues, don't get me wrong, Four. I have issues with Oblivion too. And primarily my issue with Oblivion, you know, other than the voice don't acting, dare, being like five people and the faces. And the faces. But at the time, we didn't think too much sure. about that. But like, you know, and obviously I can also go into the fact that, oh, look at this empire and look at this major city in this empire that has 18 people living mm. in it. Like, you know, stuff <laughs> but like 600, that. 600,000 watermelons. <laughs> but um, the thing about Oblivion is with definitive quest amounts, it almost lets me bring in like a definitive end to my character. And what I was what I was getting at was, I remember, so I bought the Oblivion um, guide. I bought the strategy guide when I got it because mm-hmm. I was big on collecting those kinds of things back then. Um, and I remember literally going through the entire strategy guide and taking a pencil and putting a check mark to every single quest I did because I wanted to do every single thing. And um, I go through all the guild quests, all of that, and then I start doing the quests that aren't related to guilds or the main quests or anything like yeah. that. They're just mm-hmm. quests that you find out. They're called miscellaneous. Yeah. I and that. I finally got to the last one. I was like, what haven't I done done? And it was a quest where a guy literally just asks you to dive in the river next to his house and collect this many fish. Oh, yeah. tanks. <laughs> and um like so this this hero I did that early. Okay. This this character, this hero of mine is now, you know, he was the hero of Kavach. He's now the hero mm-hmm. of Cyrodiil. He runs every single guild. He's done everything under the sun. Um, he's a huge level like I literally you know I want my acrobatics up so I literally just ran ran across the water all around the white (laughs) city jump 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 jump. you stand you stand under something that doesn't make you jump all the way up so you can just go and all of a sudden and jump exactly so now the hero is like walking along he's old he's grizzled he's done everything he's saved the empire and this one guy is like 
sir, can you help me with this? And I dive <laughs> down, I get him his crab. scales. And literally when I finished it and I handed it over, it was dusk. And I sat on this bench and I watched the sunset. And I saved my game on one your last childhood. Time. And that was that was that character's <laughs> end. And it felt good knowing that I had one hundred percent done everything it was for that character to do. See, and I, I, I like that because I, I I build narratives around my I characters do, yeah, as exactly. well, which is yeah. um which is some of the frustrating parts about some of the Elder Scrolls stuff because it does it can be so immersive in a lot of ways and, and there are some stupid things that break the immersion like even though you are the like leader of every single guild in the world, a guard can still go like <laughs> up you. to you and be like, you know, talk to you like you're a stranger. You're like, bitch, I own you. Anyway, uh, I literally saved this town. I will pick up whatever street. I want to pick up. Bitch. Someone stole your street. Yeah, like literally, um, I'm in with the the yarl of your town. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah I'm exactly. your boss. That's <laughs> on your paychecks, bitch. <laughs> yeah. I, anyway, I am the government. No funny business. No funny business, you're here. But, you know, a lot of those 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 repeatable quests, like, you know, in, in Skyrim, I mean, once you get to that point, you're done. You don't, you use them to, like, get, you know, experience and money and shit like that. I mean, once they're done, they're done. You don't have to keep doing them, you know? Like, once you finished all the yeah. quests that aren't repeatable, then One you're thing done. I wish True. would happen with the Thieves Guild quest in Skyrim <clears throat> is that as you do those Radiant quests, your, like, guild bank actually fills back up. That's true. Yeah, I mean, starts to look like dope. I would so. be okay with the radiant quest if I saw like <laughs> actual, even something that small. You know that that. Or if they escalated, because right. it's like, oh yes, do you mind going clearing out this cave of rats? I'm like, I'm the fucking kill leader. Why are you asking me to do that? We should have people right. on staff to do that shit. Well, yeah, and yeah, I'm just with the thieves guild. It was just like go do thieving missions, but you know, I just wanted to see like some yeah. other than just like the money I get for it. Like actually build mm-hmm. the guild back up. It, that particular quest line. It's yeah. very, yeah, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. The reason I specific is in Skyrim because <laughs> the thing I liked in Oblivion was before you could um, unlock like the next main quest in the Thieves Guild, you had to go like steal a bunch of shit. Yeah, they have fencing. Uh, I know they had fencing. You had to but fence you have a to certain do amount of money. Yeah. Quest unlocked. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. Well, you get to take missions yep. from so and so, and then you like fence enough, and then it's like cool. Well, now you can fence to so and so. I have fenced enough. Yeah. Yep. So. It's kind of the same mechanic. Yep. But, I mean, I always loved, you know, in in uh, Oblivion that like the way to get the, you know, uh, Dark Brotherhood was you had to kill right. someone. You know, you had to murder yeah. someone, and then and they then say, like, "Oh, you killed yeah. somebody." It's got that black yeah. hand, and it just says, you "We know." We know. I love that so much. Which, of course, I'm sure all of us got like after our first day of adventuring. I didn't, but I do remember <laughs> getting vampire. I was a vampire in Oblivion. Like, for the yeah, it time. starts detailing yeah. your dreams. Skyrim. I had that one and one character. My main wasn't a vampire though. My main Skyrim character was a Khajiit vampire. Dude, Skyrim. Uh, we're we're digressing, but <laughs> yeah. this is just kind of our video game cast. Uh, Skyrim's fucking stealth was so yeah, broken, man. man. Like there are memes <laughs> about how broken it was. Like you you play it's through so Skyrim broken. and you weren't a stealth archer. What the fuck's wrong with you? I remember watching a video the other day where they were talking about the most useless shouts and how one of them was throwing her voice because they were like, I can throw my voice over here to make them go over there. But because I use the shout, everyone turns around and looks at me and just goes, who's there? <laughs> like immediately gets on top of me. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah, I mean, I like I got to the point in that game because I was a Khajiit who was like focused and stealth. I got to the point in that game I could sneak up on fucking dragons and one yeah, hit them. Yeah. <laughs> it's dumb. It's dumb. You have dragon. Okay, it's very stealthy. Dagger. But anyway, no, I think we're seeing a, a major issue with Bethesda-developed games. I think um, they're yeah. just not what they need to be. Well, 
it's it's going to be interesting. I think I think right now we're in the we we're, we are fully in the uh, category of cynical when it comes to Bethesda created games. Um, well, not even just created games. Like look at what happened the other day. So um, I was super looking forward to downloading uh, Dooms one, two, and three. Oh, Doom, Doom one, two, and three. <laughs> On my Switch, because that sounds like an amazing thing to play, or like to have on a mobile Switch console, like on one mobile, and three, yeah. uh, one, two, and three. And I actually bought an SD card so I could just put them on that because I'm tired of deleting games off my Switch. The the hard drives and those suckers are too small. And um, the thing is, all of the Doom games for the for Doom one and two, you have to uh, log into the Bethesda mm-hmm. your Bethesda, Bethesda account. Account, and then on yeah. Doom Three, you have to do it every single time you play it, which completely but they, didn't, they, didn't they come out and say that was a mistake? No, I'm going to get to that. But what I'm saying is, okay. well, Doom One and Two that's obnoxious because I don't want to make a Bethesda account for you just to sign into this. You should already have one because of hashtag Rolling on Blades. I think I have. One yeah, man, come on. I think I had one for uh, Dishonored, <laughs> but um, after that, like with Doom Three, that may, that renders the whole thing completely pointless. If I want to take Doom Three on the road. I have to log into the internet before before I can play it. So what is the point oh, of this? Why don't you just use your data, Lucky? I don't want to. Everybody, but, uh, anyway, everybody loves was, logging into things. Peasant. It turns out that it was an accident, <laughs> and that it was supposed to be an optional thing if you wanted to log in for the Slayers Club thing. And then re- Slayers Club. And then get rewards for something else. But um, it's just little yeah. mistakes that they keep yeah, making. Yeah, it just seems like... And, like poor management or yeah. you know, hiring it's poor process decision or making. something. Oversight. Oversight. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it, Grady. I like that. Like it's just consistently little things that they keep screwing up, and then they go, "Okay, we fix this," but then immediately after that, and I mean, even with Fallout seventy six, their their collector's edition. Well, this isn't the bag that was promised in the collector's edition. No. Well, we didn't have enough material, so that's what we made. But that's illegal. You literally promised a product and then sold it to us and then gave us something else. But, but Chris, know, now there's yeah. a battle royale. Aren't you happy? <laughs> See this? I don't know. This. No, no, no. They were trying to do that. They were trying to say, okay, well, we can't give you the bag, but we can give you 500 atoms for to spend in our in-game <laughs> store, which is less money than it is required to oh. buy the mailman outfit, which is the only outfit that has a canvas bag. Nice. <laughs> That's so, hilarious. like, they eventually did give the bags, but, like, the amount of teeth pulling you have to do with them to get them to fix their mistakes now is just absurd. This makes me, yeah, I don't know, the comparison that comes to mind for me is, it's like a, it's like if you took EA, but they had to actually bother to apologize to people. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot, actually. Because, like, you know, EA will be like, you know, they'll, they'll just say, hey, now we have a brand new mechanic and ultimate team and we know you're gonna drop thousands of dollars in our fifa ultimate yeah. store and madden store whatever the fuck you know you're, you're gonna do it so we don't care i mean they don't, they don't bother to like no, no. apologize for that Granted, the best part of that is like bethesda like even if they're shitty they try to do something even mm-hmm. if it fucks things up whereas ea right. will go straight faced in front of the uk le- uh, parliament and say, well, we don't like calling them loot boxes. We like calling them surprise mechanics. That's how you and, like, it's a sense of a pride, <laughs> pride accomplishment <laughs> in the in the red. Legal gambling. People are getting. Oh, and then after that ruling, where the UK was like, well, based on our current laws, we can't really call this gambling yet. Um, and then immediately after that, 2K said, oh, that casino we were talking about, and um, <laughs> and fucking. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Five. We're gonna launch that now, so now people can spend oh, yeah, yeah. real money to yeah. make fake you money can... <laughs> to then gamble in our fake casino. <laughs> what is happening? Uh... What is happening? 
I was trying to read the Wikipedia article to see if there had been any like major like uh, management changes or you know anything in Bethesda, but I think they've just kind of gotten bad. Like I don't see anything since like late two thousands, early two thousand tens, like that has happened really well, with them. They just kind of started fucking up. Yeah, and that's what I was gonna. You know, that's kind of where I was. Elder, woof, Elder Scrolls Six, and uh, you're Starfield. Beat, are, like I'm expecting this to like. When's the beat gonna drop? Elder Scrolls Six. Um, but uh, those are gonna be pretty uh, instrumental. If they're going to continue to be in game. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Regaining our trust. Yeah. I mean, because, I mean, as of right now, it wouldn't shock me for Elder Scrolls 6 to launch and suck and be, you know, kind of along the same lines as Fallout 4, where, you know, like the rest of us are kind of thinking, like, I mean, it's fine. Like the glitches. We need to see what what glitches are one thing. Like, Like, we expect those and they're funny, but like game breaking type stuff and just general quality. Just. Being a bad yeah. game. We need to look yeah. at what we need to look at what Starfield looks like before we can begin to think about Elder Scrolls. Yeah, it's supposedly uh, releasing beforehand, right? It is. Yeah, it's kind of on topic yeah. in that we have been reminiscing and we are talking about a glitch. You remember the multiply items glitch in Oblivion? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yes. the watermelon oh, yeah. comment. Josh, I made Josh hinted at that with the <laughs> yeah. watermelons. Yeah. Let's roll a bunch of cheese down a hill. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I eat all, the and I'm cheese. fine with a dragon are... helicoptering off the top of a mountain after I kill it. You know, that's <laughs> it's hilarious. It's fine. It's a little bit immersion breaking, but you know, as and long as the know, rest I mean, of the game you, is yeah. pretty good, that I could deal with it. In terms of other things to get upset about, you know, things we were excited about from these companies that we were we trusted for a while, you know, from E3 2018 and to now is Anthem. Ooh, like yeah. Bioware, man. And, you know, I, it sucks, but most of what made Bioware great, a lot of those people left a long time ago. Um, yeah, and I think we didn't want to really believe that. <laughs> or at the very least, we wanted to say, well, it's Bioware. They're obviously going to get equally competent people to come in and take their place. And that's where that's the stage we're at almost with Bethesda, right? We're like, come on. Yeah, Bethesda. Like, yeah. Next game, they'll turn it around. They'll turn it around, but we don't know yeah, that at this point. Abusive relationship. Because one of the <laughs> yeah, main- I mean, we, we didn't hear anything about we didn't hear anything about Dragon Age Four. I love that, Grady. That's a very uh, a very apt uh, description of our relationship with Bethesda. Yeah, yeah. Those are the big two. Because I mean, Bioware turned the turned around when they when they made the ending to you know I didn't play the DLC to Mass Effect Three because I was too upset. I remember Grady, you oh, said you did and you were happy with how it ended after you played the DLC. Yeah, you said you happier. were semi happier. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was, I was more pleased. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at the very, you know, even if I was like, okay, I've read about how it kind of ends, I'm not enti- entirely thrilled because there's a lot of issues I have with it overall. But at least they made the effort to try to fix it. Then what we had after that was we had Mass Effect Andromeda, which is written poorly. It's designed poorly. Some of the combat's fun. I will give it that. Some of the combat's fun. Some of the, the environments like, are gorgeous. The um, the sense of scale. I mean, yeah, or... the sense of scale. The sense of like colonizing. I thought that was fun. I liked and, like that setting too. up your base. Yeah, and you mm-hmm. show up and yeah. people will be like, "Hey, we're working out this stupid little." I like problem. that. And yeah, like, yeah. oh, cool. You got a space base. I started you, you, it. You felt more on the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I will agree with you. I don't like. I don't think the characters are written anywhere near as well as they were in the original mm-hmm. trilogy. 
Um, no, if, they uh, Steve and you and I have a phrase for this. It felt too Joss Whedon-y. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, everyone's, exactly. everyone's just a little too clever. Everyone's just a little too sarcastic. Yeah. 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 Too, too much snark. It's too like, goofy. Every, everyone snarky. is snarky. How is everyone so Literally snarky? Literally every conversation. Every conversation is snarky. Ended with something that was just like, you know. <laughs> everyone would have a snark to end every conversation. I can't think of any off the top right. of my head. But, but not, <laughs> yeah. He would no, say a snark would... at the end. Yeah, he would just. A a snark. Snark. <laughs> snark. <laughs> snark. Or, you know, but like it's it, it was that issue. It's just it felt too uniform yeah. in the writing. And we never really got a feeling yeah. for who these characters were. And now we're never going to because they've canceled that line. So, like, okay. So, Mass- so Bioware had its first misstep. Let's see what it does with Anthem. And it turns out that that trailer Which we got. Which looks so incredible. Yeah. That, that trailer we got, even before 2018, I think there was an E3 before that. Yeah. Yeah. Where we had mm-hmm. a trailer. That mm-hmm. was fake. It was completely fake. And there were Bioware employees watching that as it happened. And they said, so this is the game we're making? Confused. They had no clue. They literally spent like is that, is that, is that what we're doing? five years just having bullshit meetings and not getting anything done. And not knowing what they were doing. Yeah. Flight was put in and taken out and put <laughs> in and taken out and then put in. Wait, but they were they were trying to produce a game, but or were they not making any progress? They were How making it? it, but they couldn't put they couldn't come to a conclusion on what kind of game they wanted to make. So somebody would say, yeah, it felt oh, I like, like this mechanic, leave it in. And somebody else would come back later and go, I don't like that, take it out. And then they would do it. And you know what? It, you know, I think that led to a lot. I mean, obviously, it seems like it would. But I think one of the biggest issues that I had with Anthem... Because you played the beta, right? Was, That's what you, you played the beta? No, I played... I, I got it. Oh. I played the... Um, I didn't buy it. Uh, Origin, it. Origin did a thing that if you were like an Origin Plus them. member or whatever, their premium subscription, then you got Anthem oh, yeah. for free. Mm-hmm. So I did that for I did like the free trial. And I think I bought a month um, of their service and had Anthem. So you've had more experience than when, when any of us by far. Then because mine it, is zero. I mean, it's it um man, it feels so fucking cool to fly around in those javelins. Um, it, I mean, you, it, it's awesome. I mean, it's like the, the it, it controls really well. Um, you know, it it fills in the blanks of flying a suit very well for you, so you feel like a badass and you can do badass things. Mm-hmm. But my computer is more than capable of running a game like Anthem, and was unable to do so, um, which was problem number one. Yeah. And I think that has a lot to do with that. Add this, don't add this. Add this, take this out. Add this, take this out. Add this, take this out. They just was not. If they're con- continuously adding and subtracting, right? Right. That's got to be inelegant code completely. That's one of the. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, what's the word? Optimized. Mm-hmm. Like uh, nothing was was really optimized for the game, um, and I just didn't care. Like you, you never really got the sense that you were like doing something meaningful. <laughs> you weren't or, like, the chosen like, one or whatever. Like you know, destiny. Not or even whatever. that. It just. Yeah, you just like I mean I, I I probably didn't play enough for it to like super matter. You know, I bought I got like my next like customized javelin or whatever like the you know, you, you get to a point in the game where you get to pick that's your right. own. Um you know, I did a little bit of the multiplayer and that's fine. It's very destiny like. Sure. Um I mean it's fine. It just boring. I think But what about the all the dynamic weather? Just... <laughs> they did well, well, now the dynamic weather is, well, you wanted this DLC that added these new things to it. Um, it's actually just a blue filter and a time limit, and that's it. 
Like that was their roadmap. They released I don't know. Nomad. I mean, We're gonna have this fine. DLC to fix some of these issues and provide more content. And they didn't. And now the roadmap sure has been completely of... scrapped. We haven't heard a peep out of them since they scrapped that. We've heard nothing. Yeah. I'd say it's probably dead at this point. I'm sure there's people still out there who play it, and there's probably lots of people who enjoy it. And had I had a better experience from the beginning, after they did some optimization patches, I might have continued to play it and enjoyed a, it more. It's but a cool concept for sure, but it was just a letdown for how hyped. Well, there's I was nothing to do. How hyped now. the game I've was. I've got two questions, know? I guess. Um, one: Is there any sort of uh, any sort of like monetization thing in there, like micro purchases, anything? Yes, there are. Oh, I'm sure there are. Grady, yeah. is there a game that doesn't have that? Uh, I would just say, like, if there weren't, then yes, it is 100 million percent dead. You know, if it exists, they might try to patch it up to keep that alive. Surely oh, no, you can I'm buy sure. skins. Sure, I think you could buy, like, yeah. skins and. Um, yeah. All and then kinds the other was like just, that, like, yeah. the, the reason you didn't care. Like, was that just story? Like, you just. It wasn't, you know. Wasn't was the story or... poorly written or. Like, it, yeah. as far as so the story goes. The world. Was, yeah. Yeah. So the, the, the world, like the concept of everything was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. There's this idea of like this, um, you know, I think they called it the voice or something or the song. Um, the song. I remember that. The Traveler. Some sort of. Oh, wait. That's Destiny. Thing. That's Destiny. Destiny. <laughs> yeah. And so there were lots of there were lots of things that were really, really intriguing. And so you were kind of like, you know, that these javelins, like the people, I don't remember what they called their organization. Um, the Goonies. You know, they had. They'd essentially like collapsed and, and 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 like all died in this one big rift, and that's kind of the thing is like there are these rifts and like the shit comes out and there's monsters well, the, and all this problem, kind of stuff. And so I mean, it, but the story, you know, Stephen mentioned that there are compelling elements, but the problem is that they had this idea of what it was going to be, but there were issues with it, so they kept changing it. So there were things that they wanted. So they to changed the narrative to fit what they could fix. Yeah. Is what you're saying? No, literally, no. Anthem was not their first choice for the for the name of the game. It was something else. But they couldn't use it. So they said, okay, fine. Uh, call it this background noise. Now build the narrative around the phrase anthem. What does anthem have to do with this? So they had to mm. struggle to come up with a narrative for the word anthem to make sense. <laughs> See, honestly, and that's Start probably the most compelling part of the story. <laughs> yes. Is, is, that, is the concept of the song and of the anthem. But that was uh, all added in later to make it make sense. It was rushed. Which it was all rushed. Is amusing because that that is that is probably the most compelling part wow. of what I played was the so, anthem. So the um, base concept is all they had, <laughs> and then they just built a game around. But it. yeah, it just felt disconnected. Like it's like you played through a lot. I, I didn't. I never really cared about any of the characters. Um, you know, there was never a character that I was really like invested Did in. Did Nathan Fillion act, uh, voice act anyone? Not Nathan. You mean Nathan Drake? Troy Baker. <laughs> I don't know. We can do two. We what can a, do two. Jokes. What about Peter Dinklage? <laughs> Troy Baker, or we can do um, God, the guy who voices uh, Nathan Drake. Um, was was Peter Dinklage a little robot that flew flew around you? Nolan North. That's the voice actor. Nolan North. Um, I don't know. It's probably dead. Bioware. We'll see. Yeah. So Bioware like, Bioware kind of died when those guys left. I guess. Like, you guys probably have a little more background info on Bioware. I've been kind of scrolling through the Wikipedia article, but apparently, like, early 2010s, those two guys that were co-founders for Bioware yeah, left, that's and that's what, kind of... Do we think yeah, that, that had a lot to do with effect? how they've kind of imploded? Yeah. That's what Chris mentioned at the beginning. Yeah, it's like, you know, we kind of all thought, like, it's, it's, it'll still be fine. It's Bioware. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. I was referring to, apparently, Ray Musica and Greg Zuzchek. Yeah, those guys left a long time ago. Well, that's what I was, yeah, like back, and like they haven't really, Bioware hasn't come out with anything just awesome since then, right? I mean. No. 
Um, Dragon Age Inquisition. No, I, th- then they're gonna I think that was Bal- after. Wait, who? I think they left after. That. I know they said people were going to try to do Baldur's oh. Gate, but um, it's not Baldur's them Gate doing it, right? Three. Like, it's somebody else doing Baldur's Gate three. Because Bioware did Baldur's Gate one and two, right? Or am I mistaken? Uh, they did, I believe, have a hand in some of the Baldur's Gate. Yes, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure that they're doing Baldur's. Yeah, Gate. Yeah, no, it was announced at E3 this year. Baldur's Gate three was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. They're trying to base it off D and D five E. Which uh, it could be good. What? I mean, depending on oh, you know if, if they stay true to the story, yeah, yeah. it's not hard to come up with a Baldur's Gate game as far as gameplay. I wouldn't think it might have been you. Yeah, no, Black Isle's developing it. it. It's not Bioware. And there's okay. there's no okay. reason like uh, a lot of the the you know, Jade Empire and the Kotor games and stuff. I need to play that. Yeah. I have it on my Xbox One. I have Jade Empire. It's, it's not, great. It's great. Yes. I'll go. It's I'll go great. start it soon. It's then it's um. Very good. Yeah, it's but one of the things that people point out um, is that they recycle a lot of the uh, the quests, basically. Yeah, between the games, but they reskin them to you mm-hmm. know and, Fit and the, they, the they, lore and the culture of what they're in. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's a big difference between space space magicians and um, ancient Chinese warriors. Yeah, and it's I don't know. I think that games nowadays could, there. could benefit from someone uh, called Bob Lazar. <laughs> That's what they'll find uh, come September 20th. Just wait. They'll find <laughs> that they're actually the same thing. Um, that Netflix documentary. Ancient Aliens. Yeah. Um, no, but like I think some of these games that struggle with, like like Anthem, with like, okay, what are you going to do in it? Like, why don't they just go dig through kind of those older uh, that older content and kind of reskin some of that, repurpose some of that stuff for it? You know, that could be well, compelling. And you, Yeah, I mean, that's a great point because Nintendo does that. Oh, um, God, do they do that. <laughs> Um, and, and you can do it well, you know, that was the way that video games were, I mean, made for a long time was, you know, if you had a game and it was good enough to make a sequel or to make an additional game, a lot of times you were going to use that same engine. You were going to reuse as many resources as you could because making games is expensive. It's expensive, it's time consuming and on your, you know, typically they have a limited amount of space. So you need to be the most economical you can be with what you have. It was a classic, you know, quest and stuff because people, you know, and that's why, you know, GMs and stuff in tabletop games still reuse tropes from that is because they, you know, appeal to people. They yeah. work. They work. Yeah. Right. And it's, yeah, and it's already been done. You know it works. You're going to reuse it. You just got to reskin it. But I, I think there's, like, so much money that's pumped into these games these days that everyone wants to try to be, like, this, like, super innovative thing. Mm-hmm. And maybe somewhere along the way, like, these visionaries lose their lose their way. Maybe not everybody can have Keanu Reeves in their video game. They end up. What if we do a red, blue, and green? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, you know, it's hard. It's hard to say where some of it breaks down, Still but it hurts. does feel like some of these big, 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 uh, high money, you know, big money games uh, that that have failed. You know, with the one the one thing that Chris and I have always said, like even back in the the O and E days is like the the one thing that you can always say like makes a game great and like the one thing you always feel from a game that is really really good is if you can tell just by playing the game that the people who made it love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like any really form of, you know, uh, art entertainment or, or any sort of art, you know, if, art right. If there's art, love yeah. behind it, you can feel it come through, you know. That's one of the problems yeah, I can, have you with can feel modern it. day Hollywood is, you know, I get excited about the movies made by the few remaining guys who are like, I'm not going to look at this as a money-making thing. I'm going to look at this as an artistic project that I care about and I want to put my right. vision on yeah, it. Yeah, put your soul into it. It's why I like, you know, I like, still get excited at, for Christopher Nolan films. I still get excited yeah, for yeah. Quentin Tarantino films. It's because yeah. when they make a movie, it's what can, they oh. want to fucking make. Yeah, you can feel it. There isn't a studio behind them saying... 
no, no, no. This needs to appeal to this audience too. So throw in this element as well. Do you mind? Do you mind doing that? Exactly. Thing? You got to make billions exactly. of dollars in China. Can you do that too? Exactly. Like, no. I want an art. Exactly. I want a. I want a director with an artistic vision that is true to what he wants to make. Yeah. It's the same with video games. Well, and I. I Speaking of, uh, you know, Nintendo doing a really good job at, at kind of like reutilizing things yes. and, you know, making And Nintendo makes making the games stuff. that Nintendo wants to fucking make. Right. And in the in the sort of pseudo vein of, of Nintendo, I was, you know, uh, we played, we were, Chris and I recently played uh, Cadence of Hyrule, mm-hmm. um, made by the guys who did uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer. Um, and I think that that game is... A perfect example of developers who, I mean, they probably didn't, and they probably made some money from that game, but I'm willing to to. bet that they they had to, but they probably, but Nintendo probably made most of the profits that come from that game. But I think that even if that is the case, that game, and I I said this, and it was kind of an intended pun, that game is such a love story to Zelda, specifically to um, Link to the Past. And well, and a lot of modern stuff, honestly. It's such a love story to the Zelda franchise, and you can just feel it. Like there's so many small little details that are just like so true to it. You know, the Arkham game, uh, Arkham City. That's one other one of those games. It's like all those little details. You can just like feel the people who made these games. They just really loved it. They really like were invested in the world, and they wanted to to evoke that same sort of love in the person who was playing the game. It was a, it's the difference between we were told to do this, oh, we should do this, or, oh, man, what if we did this? It's like the different... Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This last Flash sale or whatever on uh, PS4 had all the Arkham games, and I was like, I played some of them in the past, but I was like, I need to play through all of them, and I've fucking enjoyed the hell out of playing through those games. Oh, they're great. And Grady, you had a point yeah, you wanted to incredible. make. Um, I was going to just kind of to the listener who's out there who's like, uh, you know, I also like the endless sequels microtransactions. that are in. <laughs> microtransactions. I like the microtransactions. Not the microtransactions. I like, you know, like uh, sequel yeah. movies or like superhero movies or anything that's like kind of derivative of something that's already out there. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and it kind of ties into what you're saying with kind of an homage versus a regurgitation. You know, remember this you know oh like a, a, a shameless reference yeah shameless reference versus like a a, a more reverent um treatment of some of, of the forebears is that you know i think video games do that too and there's nothing really i don't think wrong with enjoying a game that is just kind of calling back to stuff and it's just like oh this is nostalgic whatever or a movie that is just like you know like a like a remake or something like all the live action we're in the age of that yeah i mean now. that seems like you a know. cash cow though while it there doesn't is, seem to be any love behind those i think that they are definitely doing the cash motivation but i think that there may be the way that I've seen it presented, anyway, it looks like, you know, at least they were very familiar with it. I think the... from a corporate perspective, it's it's a cynical cash cow. Sure, they and, sell But well. I think from the people, maybe not even the directors, but, but the, I will yeah, say that the, actor, the actors and the people doing the animations, like the, the animators um, and the actors, I say they have passion for that. But anyway... We can get off on the cynical train for a second and talk about the good things that have happened since E.T. through 2018. Right, so the, the, along the lines of, like, I don't know, remaking ideas, I don't know, that brought to my mind Mega Man 11. Like, the idea behind Mega Man has not changed in, you know, 30 years. It's still Mega Man. The concept he's is like the same. He's like a man, but he's Mega. never change. 
But fucking Mega Man 11 is so much fun, and I think they did some really neat things to bring it to a broader audience, and I love it. What do you think of Mega Man 11, Chris? Um, so one of the things, and Grady and I had a little aside, um, one of the things I did want to talk about was Capcom's turnaround. Um, yeah. They were, they were in a situation where it was like, okay, I think the last thing I remember was Resident Evil 6. I just went, just stop. And they were doing a lot of practices that I didn't really agree with. And they still do to an extent. I remember Devil May Cry 5, like, they made it really grindy, but you could buy the currency. Sure. That pissed me off. But, like, uh, Mega Man 11, I mean, it's a Mega Man game. And it's a good Mega Man game. It's a, yeah. it's a fantastic one. It's certainly better than Mighty Number no. 9. Um, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah, way better. I, I liked it a lot. And I think that not only that, I mean, since we've had that, we've had Devil May Cry 5, which, like I said, I didn't like the microtransactions. Sure. But I also wasn't a huge, you know, but I also thought as an action game was fantastic. You know, it's great to see, you know, because Devil May Cry 4, I've played it a bit of it. And, like, that game is lazy. I know there are people who like Nero. But like, okay, you play as Nero. Oh, it's derivative. Then... It's, it's completely derivative. The, the the point of that game was not anything having to do with the story. It was kill di- kill demons. Kill demons in cool ways. But not only that, but it was like, okay, so you play as uh, Nero here, and then you do the same level backwards as Dante later. Blah blah blah. Yeah. No, this game is one hundred percent original. Like, you, you not only do you play as uh, you know Nero again, but you have great, fantastic Dante levels. You have this new character called V, which I won't spoil. If you care about for the vendetta, uh, V for uh, V. <laughs> I was about to give the name away, um, but you have that. You have they all have incredibly different play styles, and they were all like matched up perfectly. They all had different ways to do things, and they were all fun to play as. You had Mega Man Eleven, like Steven said, um, and then I think, in in my opinion. The big one was Resident Evil 2 Remake, which, motherfucker, that game I've played about five times. It's it's wild how much. It's like, that's a great, so that's, that's another one of those, you know, that, that's, that was kind of the segue I so professionally set up, and now that I've mentioned it, have taken away all the luster. <laughs> uh, we can remove Resi- it in editing. <laughs> just cut all of it. Is, is, is such a good job at at making a game that was already good and already great and already loved by everyone and just making it beautiful again. And they added new things to it. They added new unlockables yeah. to it. Like, it's it's what a, it's what a remake should be. Like, if we're oh, going to rebuild this game from the ground up, it shouldn't just be a graphical overhaul. It should as fix the mistakes Josh, in the old game. Uh, I mean, as a Josh, I, uh, yeah, I think it's great. <laughs> <laughs> but, Wait, did you say No, I just, I just think Josh? it's great. Okay. No, I okay. I really uh, would like to play it. I hadn't had a chance to uh, to pick it well, up. Well, uh, we were talking about all getting together in September, and um, I would for sure love y'all to see it. Like what what I thought was fantastic about it was, and I was talking about this with, about this with Stephen the other day, is what I consider to be one of not the but one of the main components of what makes a good Resident Evil game is you give me a map and a set of goals that need to be accomplished in a certain order. Um, maybe there are certain goals that need to be accomplished. You know, you could do them in any order you want. I can go get this key now or this one later, whatever. But you give me a big map, but once I learn it, I can speed through it. And I think that's one of the mm. things that's great about one, two, three, 
not necessarily four or five or six, um, especially five or six. <laughs> but a lot of these classic, which bit, six yeah. is just bad. Don't play it. But like well, a lot five of what has makes RPGs, they do, and punching boulders into pieces. <laughs> um, Jesus. But I think one of the things I loved about it when they brought seven in was once you learn how to play seven and you figure it out. You can speed through that game. I beat it in under four hours, and there's actually a, an item you can get that's a secret, you know, a special weapon if you beat it in under four hours. Is it a lightsaber? No. It's a lightsaber, isn't it? But, um, <laughs> no, it, they would have to license that out. It's a double-bladed lightsaber. It's a double-bladed dildo. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, but uh, the remake of two, and obviously there's the old two, but there's other things included in it. And it, I just love that modern resi thing of just... And, you know, the, the what they're doing with it now, where they're going back to the old style and remaking it yeah. or making new games where, okay, I'm going to play through it here and this is going to be scary. But once I figure out how this game works, I can challenge myself to get it done as quickly as possible. I love that about these new games. And there are, the rumor has it they're going to well, do the same remake, not remaster, but the same remake thing that they did for two for three. And I, I cannot wait oh. that the... Yeah, I awesome. cannot fucking wait. That would be uh, sweet. Yeah. So far this year, Resident Evil 2 is one of my favorite games. Um, you know, along with Sekiro, I, I every now and then I think about picking it up again, but I'm really busy. I have the new Judgment game, which is in the Yakuza series. I have uh, Bloodstained, the guy who made mm-hmm. Castlevania, his game. I've got a lot on my plate right now, but those are the two games right now that I just... Capcom is killing it. Capcom is killing yeah. No, I, I yeah. They're I mean they, they they have done they have tapped they have hacked that formula of you know how can we reuse ideas but make them but expand on them or worth yeah, what have you yeah. yeah but making them not not just derivative and, and reused but actually like expand yeah. on them mm. um yeah no it's great Mega Man Eleven is awesome if you've never played a Mega Man game but you've always been interested and like or maybe you've like picked up Mega Man two because people tell you it's the best Mega Man and you're like fuck balls this is hard as shit I I, I quit <laughs> pick up Mega Man eleven I don't usually um, say because balls, it, but it when I do <laughs> it's uh. It's a good. It's a good sort of like a, a gateway to the Mega Man stuff. Next thing you know, you're gonna be playing Mega Man Twelve, some dark alley yeah. somewhere. <laughs> also, check out the Proto Men because oh, great. the Proto Men. Yeah. We've talked about them go. at length. Hopefully, their new album will be out before too long. Before too long. Ugh, God. Um, I, I recently picked up Spider Man. That's another one. Grady literally just awesome. Grady literally just looked at me and did the Spider Man web shooting mission because he wanted to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I I I, I, I just too. picked Spider Man back. I I played the shit out of it when it came out. I actually just picked it back up because I they added like a bunch of new suits and that free uh, silver DLC. So I I've been playing the hell out of that. That game is incredible. Yeah, I played it a little bit uh, visiting a friend of ours and I uh, loved it. I just hadn't had a chance to purchase it yet. It's just so. After what was the what's what's the trajectory of Spider-Man games that was like terrible for a while, right? Not great. Basically, Not every great Spider-Man game after after <laughs> Spider-Man Two. Spider-Man Two was great, that's for sure. I had uh, what came out after Spider-Man Two that I haven't played. Spider-Man Three, and then was there that was the one with Venom all of in it? Those. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I did play that. One. Yeah. Well, yes, sort of. <laughs> and then there was the well, which um, one could you play as Venom? Ultimate? As that was okay, the Ultimate Spider-Man. I played that one. That one was okay. Spider-Man. That one was, was okay. Friend or foe? Spider-Man friend or foe was a thing. <laughs> friend or foe, um, the multiverse. Uh, oh, yeah, the multiverse, Spider-Man multiverse. No, that's a movie. I remember game. watching Spider-Man you playing Multi- that, and I said, this looks or, really boring. Enough, a little bit. 
There was another one. The multiverse one was kind of cool because you did kind of you go through and like you played as like Spider Man, then you spider- played as Spider Man twenty ninety nine, then you played as like the Noir Spider Man, and oh, it was like, yeah. but it wasn't okay. open world. It wasn't open world, and that that you know that that's the way Spider Man games had been basically since like yeah, Spider Man two man Xbox that shit era. Was balling. Like all of the all of the Spider Man games that had come out between. Forever. Like, I, I didn't yeah, even exactly. care if I was Between, doing anything. Just swinging around the city. Yeah, that's what I awesome. love about this is... <laughs> exactly. Go to the top exactly. of the, the and that's what, you know, Empire State Building and shit. The Empire State yeah. Building. You're free-flowing. Yep. You can hang that's what out. Makes can... this, that's what makes this Spider-Man so cool is because it just feels so yeah. good to just swing around the city. Mm-hmm. No, no. That that's that goes back to Spider-Man 2. Like, if you can get me a Spider-Man game where it just like I said, feels yeah. good to move around. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there, that's what you there is something on. like about the open worldness of it for sure. But yeah, so basically, Grady, every single Spider-Man game since that has come out since like two? the GameCube era, <laughs> Spider-Man yeah. Two to <laughs> <You> now, <laughs> I didn't fuck with them till till this one, and I was like, oh, this one's great. I, and and you know, the unlockables are cool and everything. You're really following the story and stuff, but you don't feel pressured to really. You know, they, they yeah. there's mm-hmm. not like a whole lot of artificial. Mm-hmm. You better get to so you know. Well, no, they'll do There's that. They'll say, you better times, get down yeah. here, but it doesn't force you into Yeah, it. and you can just, yeah. like, say what... I'm, I mean, I'm going to, like, collect these photographs. Okay, you, you know, know... You can say what, you can do whatever the, you want to do. In the real world, I did spend four hours collecting things, but canonically, <laughs> I came here right away. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, It's just like yeah. Kiru in the Yakuza series. Yeah, no, it, Kiru never kills. Well, I just stabbed a guy 15 times in the chest in that battle sequence. Yeah, but that didn't actually happen canonically, Chris. Okay, if you say so. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. We talked about how in Spider-Man, how oh, like, you you're fighting people. thugs you on top up. of the... Yeah, yes. And you just launch them off the tops of these like multi-hundred-story <laughs> buildings. You murder them. No. But I, I was playing it the other day, and I actually sent a, I sent a picture to the boys. I... I I had like knocked these two snipers off the off the building, and then I'd gone to fight their other companions on another building uh, rooftop that was a little bit lower. And I turned around and I saw the two dudes fucking webbed to the side. I was like, "How, how did you do that, Peter? How did you manage <laughs> to do that?" Split second <laughs> web, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, it's great. So, uh, so, so this is the first Spider-Man game you've really played through, like, like yeah. In depth, uh-huh. Grady. Did you play the DLC at all? Uh, no, I haven't yet. Okay. Um, if you buy all three oh. and played them all in a, in order, I feel like it'd be more fun. I play them okay. one at a time, and they're too yeah. short to kind of enjoy completely. Okay, but the story they're, overall they're, is cute. But they're good. Well, I, but I, they're, I, they're, they're, I think they're worth it. Games like I eat, which is really slowly. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, it takes me a while to get through them. But no, I've I've loved just fucking chilling and just going around and be like, hey, it's a bank robbie. I'm gonna stop that, you know. That's yeah, you get to be Spider Man. Also, no, that's pretty. It's, cool. it's the closest I'll come to supporting cops. But you know. yeah, I mean, it's great because I do find myself like sometimes just I just end up just swinging around. It's like you know I theoretically have like a goal in mind and like I'm supposed to be going and doing here, and I just but find like, myself. Oh, just I can swing like, over just, there. I can climb up that building. Just, yeah, like <laughs> trying to like build speed or do some cool stuff. Yeah. Run along the side of it. Like the controls are so smooth yeah. and fluid. Like you can just like it just feels so good. Well, and, and other news, I want to get some other things off this list. Um, yep. Well, I said being positive, so I'm going to go ahead and cross off Kingdom Hearts 3. I, Roxas does yeah. I tried to like it, guys. Like I don't care about Kingdom Hearts. We can... We I don't can, even... But, like, the anime elements of it just make it such a slog. I, I can't... I can't recommend it. I just can't. Chris, what if... You were waiting in line at the bank, and you looked over. I don't go to was, the bank. I cash all my checks through a phone app now. And there was a there was a Steven standing there. Oh, 
And he had anime eyes? But he, was okay. an, he had anime eyes. Okay, so do? let me... Uh, what if he face faulted in front of you? What kind of... <laughs> what kind of... Uh, what kind of hairstyle does Great anime face fault sound. He has Goku, but yeah. yellow. Goku, but yellow. So he's Super Saiyan Goku. No, he's not Super no. Saiyan Goku. He's oh, standard he Goku. Has, standard Goku, Goku, yellow, yellow hair. <sighs> but he's not wearing the... Uh, I'm not wearing a gi. Yeah, he's not wearing the turtle gi. Turtle Hermit Gi. But he has like the big anime eyes. He has and big anime eyes and then he face falls. Is he wearing Steven's Gi? Or no. uh, Goku's no, Gi? he's not. He's wearing no. nothing. He's just wearing... But he, but, he fa- but he falls on his face? No, oh. he face falls. That's why he <laughs> face falls. Because he realizes his he's new. His face goes from, you know, anime eyes Steven to like... Like uh, like his, you know, straight line, huge eyes sort of thing. Like Oh, I'd probably leave. <laughs> just leave. Get out of here. Oh, <laughs> I don't need this. I don't... I can't deal with this. <laughs> just like turn on your heel and just nope. All I wanted Not to today. do was nope. hash this check, and I can't do that. I can't do this with him. You here. wouldn't even give him some clothes to cover up. Jeez, I would give you my shirt, Stephen. So Wait, you can I didn't know tie it around hey, your waist. It's me. <laughs> Why Steven? is he nude? Why is he nude? I didn't hear that. <laughs> well, he doesn't know, and you don't know. But help your fellow man out. You know. Well, I will say that I did have Grady play um, a bunch, um, like about an hour of my friend Pedro today. That was dope. <laughs> Grady yeah, played dope with your friend, yeah. friend Pedro. My, my official review is dope as shit. 4.5 out of 5 stars. What upsets me is that he got to the point where you can kick um, a frying pan into a room and then shoot it and ricochet the bullets off to kill a bunch of people. And I wasn't watching when he did that. So I got to miss his experience with it. I <laughs> was, was looking so the fun. other way. <laughs> so Grady, you said only 4.5 out of 5 stars. What, uh, what got you down about it? The point five star that's missing is my skill in the game i'm not very good at it so. i hate this game because i'm bad at it like that's a, that's um, why you rate it low no yeah well i will say i will say for a legitimate for a legitimate reason to lower it by at least half by maybe a half a star is it, it is fucking short yeah. as hell yeah i mean you could sit down and beat it in this in, in yeah i do that all the time <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> and there we go um no, but so it's yeah, really fun. So it's like, you know, it looked yeah, great. I hadn't had a chance to play it either. I'm bad at. I've been bad at video games for the past year. So it's fun. If you have a it's Switch, fun. get it's that fucker on the Switch. Playing that on the go, like I can't use wait your to disposable income to, to give me the Switch. Hey, uh, all of you listening, support our Patreon so that we can buy Josh a Switch. That's true. We're on Patreon at the Sagely Stage Stooges. You can do it. My uh, shout out to one of my main Red Robin bartenders, like. Uh, According to him, he bought his Switch when he had to be up in Delaware on business, and he bought it with no taxes. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, so, so I just need to go to right. Delaware. Okay. Wait, yeah, Delaware. just go to Delaware. and buy Save it. me 8% Delaware, on that shit. home of uh, Fighting Joe Biden. Fighting Joe. Fighting If he were a Joe. union general, he would Kazakhstan be Fighting Joe Biden. Is all I'm saying. No, now he's just Sleepy Joe. Which sleepy is, Joe. Which is the stupidest. I don't want to get into it. This mm. is not the time for this. <laughs> <laughs> so is there anything else oh uh, let's see um, other games i played nintendo has consistently had a strong showing um yeah. we talked about a little bit about but i really enjoyed pokemon let's go pikachu um yeah we all played apex played legends game, really. for a little while we did play but it that was, was not announced at e3 it. that was a stealth that was a stealth release but they they talked about uh season two at e3 this yeah year. they got some new characters this year stuff. but not last year <laughs> you know yeah apparently no. Hadn't played it in a um, while, but it was fun. <laughs> sure, for, I mean for Smash like Brothers a Ultimate. battle royale style or whatever, it was all right. Smash yeah, Brothers Ultimate good. has remained fantastic. Um, oh, we yeah. have um, this year we have Banjo Kazooie announced. Uh, that's nice. Yep. I'm excited for that. 
But the game has been great since day one. I love me some Banjo and a little bit Kazooie. There were a couple other things that were announced at E3 2018 that I have enjoyed. I mean, Spyro was there. Spyro uh, was at E3? That. Yeah, dude. He <laughs> yeah, was there the as a dragon. Shit, man. How did I not hear about that? Octopath is good. Octopath Traveler. Octopath. I actually had that written down because I didn't know mm. if you wanted to talk about it. I was kind of interested in it when they released it. Yeah, I mean, have you played it, Steve? We can give Squaresoft some love. Or Square Enix. Uh-huh, yeah. So the only thing the only thing I'll say about it, because anything else will just be kind of too in-depth to really, at this point. If you like old-school RPGs, if you like that old-school, um, it kind of plays like some of the middle-aged fantasy star games or like uh final fantasy like yeah. two it uh, kind of looks like, it, dude, like uh so. it's it's got it's got kind of a timer element to your moves um so it's not just like strictly turn-based it's got some like an element of timing like, like um, trigger or or, or or like the old tales yeah. games tales of like fantasia tales um, of fantasia kind of those stuff. they actually re- announced the, the new tales game at the most recent e3 didn't they i don't know they maybe. did I, he's correct tales of so many uh remaster or something well like they re-released tales of vesperia okay. yeah which i actually probably Dude, will that, buy because yeah that i would love really to play that good. again that one that shit was fun and it's been only a 360 exclusive for so long and i haven't yeah no, tales of a rise um was it rice chicken so, anyway never mind i, I don't remember rice. much about it i just remember rice chicken they did, but um, yeah. So it's 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 super old school in the mechanics, but the art is fucking beautiful. I mean, the way that those those the the environments are are designed and 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 built are, are gorgeous. It's super in depth. It is deep because there are get this eight different paths. It's almost like an octopus or an octagon or Octavia or an octopath. Oh, shit, yeah, I didn't even think Whoa, about that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Octopath. Never mind. <laughs> there's there's eight different characters, and you kind of go through their stories, and they all end up intertwining as as like you kind of mm. go through them all. But they, it's 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 really cool. The stories are great. It's so well written. Uh, if you like that old school style, that style is slow. So keep that in mind. It's a very definitely well- have to have the right mindset going into it. Exactly. It's a very old school style of RPG, but it is worth it for the story. I mean, like, it, and if you just like that game. Yeah, the concept was really neat to me that like eight different, you know, stories that kind of intertwine like that. And and honestly, if you if even if you're just on the fence about wanting to play it, you have a Switch, you can download the demo and you can play like the first like hour of each Shit. character. So I mean, there's a lot really of gameplay in that. Demo. That's a hell of a demo, really. It's it's a he- and 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 if you do decide to buy the game, what you've already done in the demo carries nice. over to your game. That's uh, the way to do so it, that, guys. That's really cool. Everybody yeah. take note of that. that, that is, mm-hmm. No, that that's an old school yeah, thing. Exactly. <clears throat> yep. Um, so yeah, it's 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 really good. I do I do recommend it if you like if you have an itch for an old school RPG. I've been thinking uh, about experience. picking up Fire Emblem, but I haven't. Pull the switch. Yeah, pull the I don't know. It's yeah. been a while for me on Fire Emblem. I mean, I like them, you know, but I've heard this. Fire Emblems are everything I've read about this grind. new one is that it's incredible. Everything I've really? read about it is what's it called? How house three houses? How, three I like houses. the stories and yeah. the. I mean, it's always been you know gameplay and everything's always been solid. But they do, yeah, kind of like Steven said, they're kind of a grind in the past. Woof. Yeah. Well, and especially I don't know how they do it these days. I mean, the last one I played was the first one they did yeah, for the 3DS. Um, and like awakening, I can't, I can't awakening, fate. Was it awakening or fate? 
It was Awakening. Awakening. Awakening was first. Awakening, yeah. You know, when I played that one, Permadeath, you know, because that's the way Fire Emblem was. supposed was. to be. So I don't know if they have that option anymore in these. No, they do. I, I, if they do, I always have yeah, to do there's it. A, yeah, there's and an so option I always to have to play as Permadeath. The only and difference I is whenever I play Permadeath, I just restart a battle if I lose. Like somebody. Well, yeah, but then you end up resetting, restarting a battle like 18 <laughs> times, and you put like 16 hours of gameplay, and you haven't progressed. I know, once. but I'm not gonna play <laughs> it on like, the ah! I'm not gonna play it on the pussy setting, but I'm also not gonna lose exactly. anybody. So it's really, really, really hard. It's, I it's about a struggle, it. man. Say, That's it really is. Nice. It's not necessarily That's an wrong. RPG, but the other, you know, the, like I said, you know, I played Yakuza Kiwami 2. I I love the Yakuza series at this point. It's fantastic. Chris is part I'm of the Yakuza now. Zero. I am. Yeah, they, they invited me on. Although now I'm playing Judgment, which is in the Yakuza series, but you don't play as Yakuza, so they kick me out. So now he's no longer he Yakuza. He does have a sweet chest. Oh. Yeah, let's all have a moment of silence yeah. for Chris's brief Yakuza run. Well, I mean, he's going to die soon, right? Like, no, I Steven, this is a moment of silence. Oh, sorry. Uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, like I said, Nintendo has been talks about that. in and out, like, fantastic. They also add this new element. I don't know if I mentioned this, Steven, but... They had this new thing where um, after you beat the game, you can go through the whole like map again, and um, there will be people there, like one for each Pokemon, and you have to fight them with that Pokemon only. So like, oh cool! Has, oh look, I have a Caterpie. Well, now you have to fight that Caterpie <laughs> with a Caterpie, but that Caterpie might be level fifty, so you might need a level fifty Caterpie to fight that person. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. No, I don't know if y'all knew about that, but yeah, no, they they force you to. There's um there's a person on the map once you go through it, and um there's special trainer battles where if you want to fight this person, you have to fight them with this Pokemon, and if it, Pokemon's not leveled up, you're gonna get your shit kicked in. All right, so well, imagine for go a second, grinding, baby. We gotta have another hypothetical here. Imagine for a second <laughs> that we are we are in the world of Pokemon. Okay, we're all Pokemon okay. trainers. Okay. 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 And you guys are hey, all regular Squirtle. ass Pokemon trainers. You get like Pokemon, you train them. I probably just hang out and eat yeah. Doritos right. with them, but sure. Uh huh. Now you know me. I'm one of your friends, and you just you haven't met my Pokemon yet. Okay. And when you meet me, right. you find out that I only have one Pokemon. Lame. And that it's a level fifty Caterpie. Lame. <laughs> <laughs> what do you What do you do? What's your reaction? I um unfriend you on Facebook and stop talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> I walk over to your Caterpie and I step on it. <laughs> I say, fuck you. What is wrong with this guy? No, man, I applaud you because no one's ever had the patience to get a Caterpie that high level. Yeah, I don't, I don't like Submit you your, much, your profile to I like how everyone's taking this so personally. Records. Like, I really, really hate you because you did that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm offended by your I actions. take your Caterpie away from you and, like, give it to, you know... Some animal protect Pokemon protection love it. services because <laughs> you haven't allowed it to uh, to evolve. The PPS. Yeah, I, yeah, take your Caterpie away from it from you and immediately. Let it evolve. Yeah, for real. Man. What have you it's done like, to this poor creature? That's hilarious. <laughs> is that the noise they make, or is that butterfree? That's butterfree. That's butterfree. Oh, we should probably just cut that out and use that noise for a lot of things. Like that's my the text stinger. message tone. That's the new intro music. Actually, it's just set on loop. <laughs> You just take that voice, yeah. that, that clip, and just remix it. Yeah. We can put um, some, we can so no, I, that shit. If you love Pokemon, let's go. Or if you love Pokemon Yellow, but you don't mind the throwing a Pokeball to catch things. Then it's yeah. Like, I, I had a lot of fun. Especially if you have like a significant other who's not played them before, and they want to get into it. That's an amazing start. Like My yeah. girlfriend's played hours of it. Dude, our listeners so don't much. have girlfriends. Everyone knows that. That's true. Yeah, get <laughs> some girlfriends, you losers. <laughs> Yeah, you losers. Um, 
Get some girlfriends, boyfriends, non-binary friends, whatever. The other thing is... Um, <laughs> get some friends. Some nude friends. friends. Nude friends. Now I get nude. Uh, the other thing is Plague Tale Innocence. I've enjoyed... I, I've beaten it month, like about a month oh, ago. Oh, yeah. I bought that. I haven't played Have it yet. Have you played it yet? Uh, play it. Um, it's, it's a fun game. Like I told you, you know, via chat, like it's slow to start, but... As you get new um, ammo and upgrades, it becomes a lot of fun. The story's fantastic. You're going to care about these characters a lot, actually. You can't um, make me. Short and sweet. Um, <laughs> I, I liked it a lot. Um, it wasn't what I was expecting when they announced it at E3, because it was, you know, you just saw this, like, giant rat swarm, and I thought it'd be more action-based. Dude, nope. swarms are so it's, hard it's to kill, It's more of a stealth too. game. Gotta have like splash weapons. It's a stealth puzzle game, but it's fun. Magic. And it's not. Yeah, it looks good. I, yeah, I bought it when it was on sale. I hadn't. hadn't yeah. Loaded and it its main yet, price but, uh... is not sixty bucks or anything. It's worth it. It's worth it to play. But um, you know, now basically we're just kind of waiting on these games that we've been waiting on since E3 2018 that we were excited about. You know, Wild, Ghost of Tsushima, Outer Wild, stuff like that. We've been waiting on it, but we have to wait a little bit longer. No worries. Has anyone played Harry yeah, Potter or Wizards Unite? It's like the Harry Potter version no. of Pokemon Go. Except it's not really. Hey, Josh. It's made of the same people, but Dude. you don't catch wizards. Josh. I was oh, gonna man. say, do you throw like wizard balls at you throw seekers at <laughs> wizard balls? <laughs> Only if you're hanging out with um uh, Dumbledore. Yes, Harry. Hang on my uh, my wizard ball. Eastern European for some reason. <laughs> yes, Harry, play with my wizard balls. It's the Eastern Bloc version of Dumbledore. Guys, yeah, right. I mean um, y'all have a niche Dumbledore here. We probably need to make a porno. Uh, Probably. One thing we haven't touched on is, are those the sports titles for EA. If oh we want to, real quick, sure. I can just bleh, go for it, Gradles. For those few bros out there listening, if you're still here, um, bros. <laughs> oh shit, it's Young Kiv. Yeah, shit, man. <laughs> uh, the only thing I'm going to focus on is FIFA and Madden. Um, two of the ones that I spend an inordinate amount of time playing. Um, FIFA is getting a in FIFA 20. They're introducing a, a game mode called Volta. Which is like a street version, street it's kind of an indoor oh, soccer version, okay. like FIFA Street. Yeah, but it's it's yeah, it's geared toward like indoor or cage style soccer, uh, where you know you, you can like use the wall. People play soccer in cages. Uh, yeah, if they if they're it's playing like soccer in an football. Amazon warehouse. Yeah, and you also play uh, or football a concentration in the camp on the border. Oh my god, oh, should play no. football in the street, oh, no. like NFL Street, where I remember that playing. Was so much fun. I remember playing it, and the quarterback <laughs> for the Texans being David Carr. Like, <laughs> do you remember how old that is? Dude, I was playing that with Ricky Williams. <laughs> oh, Ricky David Williams. <laughs> um, no, but uh, so they have Volta, that kind of quasi street, but I. I don't think it's going to be great. The only comment I wanted to make make on that was the whole loot box thing. The Juventus, oh. like the the the, the exclusive licensing yeah, deal with PES, the with uh, Juventus Konami's thing. Yeah. Screw them anyway. The licensing uh, is just getting worse and worse between these two titles. I do like that PES is being a competitive alternative even though it's konami and they're a trash company but yeah i agree with you yeah i I do like that there is a competitive alternative i just hate the licensing issue where you have to get one game or another that has your you know that has your team or not or you have to choose and whether you want your game to not have Bayern munich or whether you want your game to not have real madrid or whoever you know like yeah it's dumb i saw them play each other a couple days ago about a week true yeah (laughs) Like a week ago, yeah. So I think that's annoying. But other than that, FIFA really didn't. AC Milan or bust. China, something brand new. They they mentioned some some mechanics changes that mm, they didn't. They were very vague in the in the wording of it. 
Uh, and most of rank. the like yeah. updates to FIFA are like uh, collision mechanics and stuff, right? Uh, yeah, collision animations like, are. Seems like that's usually what they're upgrading. Uh, and then, you have more control over the ball than you ever have before. <laughs> you can literally drop down a mouse and pick up the ball and throw it in your opponent's goal at any time you want. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, FIFA is uh, awesome. I, I like it. I play like three or four years behind the current FIFA usually, but you know, it's fun. But no, great. we were talking about that a while back because I said it's interesting how, you know, with American sports, you know, everything goes to the NFL, everything goes to the NBA, everything goes to the MLB. So if a, a deal is going to be struck, it's going to have all the teams. That's assault. Um, whereas you have so many <laughs> different leagues, you have so many different cups, and you have FIFA cups, you have different cups, and, and you know, A cups, B um, cups, C cups, different organizations. All these, yeah, all these, all these teams can make the deals as they wish. So mm-hmm. you know, you can't just yeah. go to FIFA and say, "I want the licensing deal for all these different teams." Yeah, you have to go to the teams, which leaves them. FIFA's very UN in terms of its power relative to its members. You yeah. Know, like, mm-hmm. Liverpool is, and, and Bayern Munich and Arsenal. All, the, all these teams are run by Sheiks. multi-billionaires. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By with, lizard people? Saudi and Emirate oil Well, money. Bayern isn't, but and, uh, um, Arsenal is run by... <laughs> they're run by... Rich people. By Bayer, by they, they have they have pharmaceuticals. Arsenal is definitely run by lizard people. Liverpool run by um, uh, God-fearing Americans. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh... Um, Arsenal's run by um, Cronky, Stan Cronky, the American. But Walter Cronkite? Oh, Arsenal. Well, there you go. Uh, yeah, Arsenal um, is. Yeah. No, um, anyway, so yeah, FIFA, not not too many updates there. Uh, Madden, the big thing on Madden. It was his forehead. Uh, was, is, <laughs> is, or his jowls. Uh, well, his, his girth in general. <laughs> the big thing about um, Madden was his girth. <laughs> Uh, no, but um, the only thing, well, there's there's a lot of updates to Ultimate Team and to stuff like that, which I don't, I'm a bad Madden player. I don't play. Um, online, you mean? Grady yeah, don't, don't play. play Ultimate Team online and everything. I just do though. like franchise mode, um, which did not get like anything. So if you're a franchise mode player, Madden, get... nothing. No update, pretty much. Did they, uh, did, are they doing the, um, uh, what's it called? What was that story mode called? They're doing QB1. Oh. It's uh yeah it's there's a story mode. Why can't I be like a lineman like, in my story mode? So you're like a dra- you know it's uh, you're a dragon. You're a dragon. You're dragonborn, <laughs> and you can shout <laughs> down. Shout the dude, player. using the thuum on the on the football field is is not fair. Up now, look, there's a, a lane open for my running back. Uh, so yeah, you yeah. in exchange for the face of the franchise, you get QB one. Uh, you can insert yourself into the role of a draft hopeful quarterback who goes through the draft process. Blah blah. blah. Dude, that can is I so like into another QB. You can insert yourself into a draft ready quarterback. Who can <laughs> now um, against his will, or does he have to consent? It's insert <laughs> Oh damn it! Oh god. Um. Anyway, uh, there's no, there's not a lot of updates to franchise mode. There are updates, of course, to the you know to the smoothness, like Steve, like Steven, uh, very well parodied. You're going to have more control over your player on the field than you've ever had before, of course. Um, yeah. One big deal for me as a as a as a peasant franchise player is that you'll get Pro Bowl back, which you just have been locked out of for the past three or so iterations of it, hmm. which is completely inconsequential, pretty much. But Grady but likes it's it. It's cool at the end of the season to see that like the entire 
an, like an entire half of the NFC team is made up of your players because you're so cool. Well, it's just so. like NBA 2K or anything else. Like, I want a, a a story mode for a sports game where eventually like I'm hanging out at a party and a friend of mine walks up and it's like, yo, bro, do this cocaine. You want to smoke I'm this like, doobie? And then it gives you a choice like do cocaine, get tested and get suspended or don't do cocaine. No, it... Why would oh, it give so you like, the like two do cocaine and get tested? It should just do cocaine or not, and then if you do, then you get tested. Yeah, there's another <laughs> dice roll that says whether you're not you will be right. Tested. Okay, yeah, yeah we, we make that randomized. Like yeah. it's 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 you never know, but you might get laid that night if you do it. So True. like you have to like and you won't if you don't. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can't <laughs> like know the like consequences like of that. your actions before you make them. Come on, <laughs> it's like that that 2K game that Spike Lee wrote. Oh, the NBA 2K. I think it was 18. That he did. 2K17, 18, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah where you play if you're, you you belong, um, you ra- you get raised in a black family no matter what. So if you <laughs> create a white character, you're still raised by black people. He's still talking, oh, come on, ma. Shit. I don't want to fucking do that. And it's just like, well, and your sister's this like feels Asian. really uncomfortable. <laughs> because uh, at least it's all inclusive. We've got the whites, the blacks, and the Asians. But they all talk yeah. the same way, no matter what. Yeah, you're black Irish. It's fine. You're black Irish. Um, well, I'm like, hey, hey. <laughs> All right, that's my bit. There you go. Anywho, as long as there are microtransactions, I'll keep playing it. So oh, anyway, worry, what's everyone's be. opinion over the state of the game industry at this point? Nintendo's crushing it. Yeah, crushing that. Winners and losers and such. Capcom's doing well too. Capcom's doing really well. Nintendo's doing really. Bethesda's well. on the verge of imploding. They need to figure some shit out. So is Bioware. Bioware. So is Bioware. EA is EA. will always be EA. CD Projekt Red, we didn't talk anything about. CD Projekt Red is killing it. Um, you know, I'm super looking forward to Cyberpunk. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, Cyberpunk yeah. looks yeah. fucking Dude, amazing. Keanu Reeves is in it. Yeah. And he's the best person on the you're planet. You're breathtaking. You're breathtaking. And you're breathtaking. You're all breathtaking. I love Keanu Reeves. Oh, Keanu. would love to have Keanu Reeves on the cast if he ever hears this. Come on. We'll talk. We'll be friends. Hit us up. At the SS2, just Devolver Digital didn't release a whole lot this uh, this past E3, but they had a hilarious conference. The hilarious thing about Devolver Digital is they released an an actual collection of games that were based around knockoffs of their real games. Like, they actually released that. Like here is just they fake versions bootlegs of, their games. of their own games. Yeah, they're great. They did that one percent off. They actually made that uh that that uh arcade cabinets real. That's gonna show up somewhere. Yeah, you can mm-hmm. buy that. Like, I'm pretty sure you can. I think you can. Out. And like, um, it was funny is because their first joke conference, which was 2017, like all the games that they announced, they were fake. Everything since then has been fucking real. Yeah, and it's been crazy. Much. Like all those games, all those games last year, we were like, <laughs> okay, like some of these aren't real, but right? they were. Like, just they were just like last <laughs> cast when we were talking about trolls, Devolver Digital knows their fucking clientele, man. <laughs> yep. No, not only clientele, but just like they know how to make fun of the industry as it is now. Yeah. Like, oh, it's perfect. Like the the clip, you know, that I'm gonna put at the beginning here. You know, I said I mentioned I, I posted in the Discord. If y'all want to hear, I mean, it's just like the perfect example of like the parody. It's just such a beautiful parody of e3 like last year and you had coin like premium currency you could buy and the its value changed constantly oh yeah <laughs> it's like bitcoin but devolver coin yeah it's it's great they you know they called this one devolver direct and it's just a fucking 
just, I mean, it's a direct parody of Nintendo Direct <laughs> and all of them. Well, yeah, they're making E3. fun of the fact that they're like all those all those conferences are making fun of E3, and now they got to the point where they're like, we don't even have to show up to E3. We can just put out a video when E3 airs. Yeah. And fuck you! And it's, it's yep. great. Video games are great. Some of them aren't. Oh, you know what we didn't touch on? What we didn't? Oh, Google Stadia. Google we should Stadia. talk about Google Stadia. Oh God! Do you want to talk Do about? We have to. The second you mentioned that, I was like, we have to talk about Stadia. Uh, that thing looks like cancer. Don't buy. Don't, don't just buy guys. It. Don't do don't it. Buy it. Just don't. One, not, just don't. One, makes so much sense. One, your internet probably can't support it. Come on. And two, the idea that I'm gonna one pay for your console, then I'm gonna pay for your subscription service, and then I have to pay for sixty dollars just to stream your game that may or may not work. And if your servers go down, I can't play it at all. And if you decide to kill your console because it's not successful. Then I lose all the money I've invested into it forever. The people stream. Probably better than two worlds. Movies on Netflix. Why shouldn't they Netflix their <laughs> games on Google Stadia? Because Google Sta- Google has already said, Grady, and I, I realize we're doing a bit here. Like, Google has already said that this isn't Netflix for games. Because you have to pay for the fucking games on top of everything else. Right. So, since we're, since we're talking about Clarify, you have to buy the system, you have to buy the subscription, okay? Then you stream the games. But you have to buy the game first. Games. But buying the game does not Give you guarantee you own the game. And this is historically something that Google has had problems with in the past. Mm-hmm. There have been a history of games on the Google Play Store that have been removed from the Google Play Store for, for various reasons. Copyrights, this, that, or the other. Um, and if you had bought the game on your Google Play app on your phone, you now no longer had that game. It was removed from Such your phone. Bullshit. Not only that, Steven, there's another, um, you know, we talked about the Doom store stuff earlier on the cast. Mm. So the reason everyone made a big thing about Dooms 1, 2, and 3 coming to PS4 and uh, Switch was because uh, Doom 1 and 2 were actually already on the Xbox 360. You could download those. But because of this new announcement yeah, where they're I putting them. them on Xbox One, PS4, and Switch, and mobile phones, they actually delisted them off of the Xbox 360. <laughs> so, interesting. if you bought yeah. Doom 1 or 2 on the Xbox 360, but you know at the current time that they did this, um, you didn't have them downloaded onto your console, you can't get them anymore. So those games that you already bought, you don't have access to anymore. So uh, you have to rebuy them on the current consoles if you didn't have them downloaded on your system. So what Steven was mentioning is true. Like, you know, without these ownership rights, you know, along with downloads, which is now getting even worse because I can't download this thing. I can't put it on my system. Now we're seeing the, the problem where I don't even have to worry about this getting delisted because it was I didn't have it currently downloaded on it before it was delisted. You don't have to worry about that at all because once everything gets delisted, you don't even have the option to hold on to it anymore. Well, I don't know. One of these things is you're you know making a big deal about ownership and everything. You know, millennials don't even like to own things. We prefer <laughs> to uh, we prefer to rent them. Dude, talk, you know. Speak for yourself. I like owning stuff. Well, no, man. Millennials have an innate aversion that has nothing to do, <laughs> nothing to do with our capacity to own. Nothing to do with our like capacity our, to understand. Ownership. We don't have oh, capacities. No, Grady. Grady. Our capacity to like want ownership. You know, like we should all just share our games with each other, right? right? Yeah, yeah, it's a sharing economy. It has nothing to do with like just having. Yeah, but we're bad at sharing. Like so buy stuff work. with? No, no, no. 
It's just, yeah, we just we just don't like owning stuff. It's not that we're too poor to. We just don't <laughs> to like own it. things, we just don't like it. Yeah, we, just we don't, don't like the it. concept. Just yeah. let us have it for a little while and then take. That's it all. So that's why Google Stadia is good. <laughs> like hope, you know. Don't just don't people. Don't, don't buy. It. No one's going to Steve, and I think it's going to be too expensive for the the deal you get. I, I don't think it's going to work out. Unless it legitimately becomes the Netflix, like how Gamefly yeah. used to do. It's not but going their to. Their infrastructure They've already never, said it never won't caught be, up. So. They're supposed to have like kind of PSN style free games a month. Well, doesn't right? like one PlayStation kind of have one. that capability already? Like you can rent games sort of and like pseudo download them. Uh-huh. PlayStation yeah. now. Well, you can download them and you get to keep them as long as you're subscribed. Right. So it's the same thing, but it doesn't apply but, to yeah, every single them. game I buy on the platform. Yeah, I just feel like the, the process is already out there and probably not that terribly popular so i don't know how it's gonna work no that's what i'm worried about i feel like it's the future and there's nothing we can do to stop but it with playstation now you don't have to me. buy the games you just buy the subscription and you get right but the games that you get for free on psn you lose once you stop spying. yeah oh, sure that's different yeah that's that's different but my point was that you all the other games you buy on it you get to keep now yeah. the only and that that was telling great well, different than playstation now oh uh, the difference is like with PT, as long as I have PT downloaded on my hard drive, I can't lose it. If I if I take it off my hard drive, then I'm, it's gone forever because it's been delisted. And that's what happened but to buy it. Doom 1 and 2 on the Xbox 360. If you didn't have them downloaded when these new games went live, then you lost them because they delisted them. That's already a huge issue with ownership rights. But now you're dealing with a console that doesn't give you ownership rights even to that extent. Yeah. Well, we can... Discuss it more on our next games cast. It was good to do. I miss talking about video games. I love talking about video games more than anything because I'm a fucking man child. So yeah, we it was it was past due. It's been a while. <laughs> a year, over a year. We mentioned you know obviously some here and there, but we really hadn't had one dedicated to it. And we figured you know kind of takeaways from E3 was a good way to kind of tie it all together to get Chris's fix, so he wouldn't uh, you know blow up and attack us all. <laughs> Don't blame this yeah. on me. This was Steven's idea. <laughs> But I was very, very agreeable to it. I blame them both. I'm just picking on you, buddy. That's fine. Pick on me. I find that day. perfectly acceptable. So, I find without perfectly acceptable. any more rambling. Thanks. You're breathtaking. Oh, you're all breathtaking. <laughs> all of our listeners are breathtaking. My name is Steven, and for all of these silly people, Josh and Chris and Grady, we've been the Sagely Stage Stooges. Don't lump me in with them. You've been awesome. We've been awesome, you've been too. Kind of awesome. Trust me. You've been adequate. You've been perfectly like that all seven of them hey all seven of you listeners why don't you go down to the store and buy a pair of britches and i'll send me the receipt i'll pay for them <laughs> <laughs>
I'm going to put this all over Reddit just so you have to buy like a shit ton of <laughs> pants for people. Oh. 